Cousin. Hold on to your butts. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Is this the Lotus cast? It is weird, right? To start the show off. Like, because Matt always does it. He never really hands that off to anybody else. And well, today's our day. I know. Just like yesterday. That brief little window yesterday that we had where Matt and Dave weren't here and we got to uh, to chat a little bit. Yeah, it's nice being just you and I, Joe. I know, right? <laughs> Did you see uh, Kane when he came in? WWE I, superstar Kane? I didn't get a chance to see him because uh, we just kind of walked by and like the line had just started forming. Um, and we came over here, like I went to the film festival to help set up and, uh, didn't get a chance to see him, but like, it seems like the line is, uh, is it still there? I can't see past these pillars. Uh, I think he was only doing photos for an hour and now, then after he's just doing autographs, but uh, I walked over just to try to see him and he's completely curtained off. And like, as soon as I walked up to try to peek in, this guy's like, Oh, did you, did you buy this yet? Did you buy this yet? <laughs> did you hold up your press badge and be like, I can just go see him whenever I want. I was just like, no, don't talk to me. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about dealing with people. Did he go back downstairs into the, the actual like uh, convention hall? Is that where he's sitting? Do they have a space for him downstairs? Uh, I don't think he's going in the main hall at all. He's got his own special uh, rotunda room. Oh. And then he's doing a panel or something? Uh, I don't think he's doing a panel. Is he doing a panel? Yeah, they say he's doing a panel at noon, but it's past that time. Uh, Did you guys even say we were broadcasting live from yet? Oh, we are broadcasting live from Terracon again. I mean, you would know because you guys are all listening to us live. <laughs> live live from at Terracon. Terracon Day 2 at the Rhode Island Convention Center. Come on down. Be on the show. Yeah. You can literally be on the show. There's nobody stopping you anymore. There was a, they sectioned us off today, uh, and there was somebody like guarding the table by the, the corner where we were sectioned off, uh, and now that person has disappeared. Someone, there was a guard here? Yeah, there was a, somebody sitting at that table like right over there next to us. And they kind of had posters blocking the way. So, like, you had to talk to the person so that you could walk over to this area. Um, but, yeah, it seems like that person's gone and they've opened it up a bit. Uh, Security so is lax here. Yeah. <laughs> they were only paid for the first hour. <laughs> now we just need people to sort of walk by this way. I, they're all protecting Kane. Yeah. The rest <laughs> of Kane. <laughs> Protect our national treasure, Kane. I feel like he, he should never enter a room without some kind of explosion going off. <laughs> <laughs> With his music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he should. Like he walks in the room and everyone's just like, "Oh, where's the where's the boom?" <laughs> uh, I don't know too much about Kane. What do you guys? What can you tell me? Like, if I were to meet him and pretend I was a fan, like, what could I like say to impress him? Ask him about that time he raped his dead girlfriend. That that was a thing. He did that. Yeah, that was a storyline. Oh, uh, I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Vick. You don't remember Katie Vick? No, I don't. How did his girlfriend die? Um, I think they like they were going to prom or something, and they were in a car accident. What? And then uh, did he cause it? Was he driving? I, I don't remember <laughs> the full story, but it's just, it was like Ted Kennedy. Somehow his like girlfriend died. He decided uh, it was okay. Well, maybe. Well, 
now's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to resist. <laughs> and then they reenacted it on Monday Night Raw with Triple H. <laughs> what? <laughs> Triple H dressed up as Kane and this made must, love to this a, must, a mannequin. This must casket. have been the Attitude Era. <laughs> around like 2002 <laughs> wasn't this like for the kids like are kids watching this and he's just like pretending to like have sex with his dead girlfriend on stage that's why there's so many fucked up kids because <laughs> of that <laughs> I, re- I remember the big boss man took big show's dad from the funeral <laughs> like his casket <laughs> that was the greatest thing ever <laughs> the raw used to be so bizarre <laughs> so uh he Matt? attached his casket to like a, a car and drove off with his yeah, casket his in tow police cruiser yeah. at the funeral Big Show jumped on the back and he dragged him across the cemetery. <laughs> you can find it on YouTube. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so Matt and Charles. Charles is here today, by the way. Yeah. They've gone off to try to uh, recruit a guest. A psychic, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, naturally, psychics and terror go hand in hand. Of course. So well, The future can be terrifying. She's going to do a, a tarot reading for somebody. Um, nice. On the show, anyway. You guys check out the uh, the card show. What is that thing called? Oh, oh, the Magic the Gathering yeah. show? Oh, yeah. I went in there yesterday just to look around. There was about 900 dudes in there, and I think I saw two girls. It's like a whole whole convention room. Jim Baker just walked by, by the way. You guys oh, missed nice. him. Yeah. Ooh, superstar Jim Baker. Yeah, yeah. I saw one of his films yesterday at the film festival, uh, Hangar 18. He totally pulled a cane in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird movie. He's like raping girls. He's insane. He like stabbed them like several times and like was pulling out their intestines. Oh, oh yeah, I watched it. That was pre-rape. Um, <laughs> the theme theme of the movie was every girl that he attaches a romantic interest to. He's like mind warped to want to kill them afterwards. Yeah. He kept saying, "Where's my baby?" And he would stab them in the stomach and try to fish it out of them. Like this looks so Where bizarre. It? It's not yeah, here. It's not in here. <laughs> It's like he has sex with him, and then he tries to go in and get his sperm back, back out. out. Yeah, he's like, I need it back. <laughs> I only have that one load. <laughs> At the end, the, the officers are just like, "You're a super soldier. We just programmed you to do this for some reason." I forgot what the exact reason was that he needed to like kill them to get his like his child out of them. <laughs> it's, it's a good plot. <laughs> so who who do you think uh, is going to get the psychic reading today? Um, I don't know. Do you, you want it? I'm getting it. I don't know. I actually I, wouldn't I mind, but I actually have to leave in like about a minute to. Uh, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> to <laughs> Adam, it's all yours. <laughs> to move show. the next disc. Uh-oh. This will be my deep dark secret. <laughs> you just let it all go and not have to listen later. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Hey, Joe, I'll, I'll stay the here next while you, right. you go, Joe. All right, I'm gonna switch out. So you two talk. Oops. Oh, okay. I'm nervous. Terracon.net. N- nervous <laughs> about what? The film <laughs> festival? I don't know. Oh, or Terracon. Talking to Adam alone. <laughs> Oh, look yeah. at them. They're, they're there. They're on their way now. Just you and me. Oh, oh Adam and I with can have friend. a deep moment. Oh, you got the psychic coming? Oh, yeah. Nice. She's got a whole uh, set coming with her. She's kind of hunched over. So, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> he's, Part of it. he's very beautiful. All right. I'll, I'll leave that and give room for the psychic. Keep talking uh, to Adam. Here they come. Welcome hey, to the show. Move anything around, just let us know. Charles is here. Matt has returned. Hello. This is Sonny the psychic. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What's up, Sonny? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How is everybody today? Pretty good. Um, those are your headphones there. Thank you. And if uh, we can get this little area here, is going to be for, for your, your stuff. Okay. Now, now Sonny, you... Uh, here we go. Let me, get my, let me get my stuff in a row. Um, I'm sure you've already done this, but we... Uh, yes, we're live here at uh, Terracon. 
Uh, we're outside of the film festival again. We will be here uh, live until 2 o'clock. Uh, we have Sonny, internationally known psychic. Over the globe, the globe is... Uh, Okay, um, there we are. Uh, I'm on a psychic line called Psychic Power. Okay. Um, and that is an international line. I also take calls on the Kenny Kingston Psychic Network. Okay. Uh, Mile High Psychics and Celebrity Psychics. So um, that's my that's what I do five days a week. Nice. And then I have private customers that I, I read for both here and in Arizona, and um, I attend fairs like this. Okay, cool, cool. So, and, and uh, I, I have your information right here. So, it's 15 minutes for uh, $20. Appointments done over the phone or in person. Mm -hmm. Take Visa, MasterCard, or Discover. Uh, and the number for that is 310-699-4348. That's we'll correct. Schedule the appointment for That's you. That's correct. Um, what is uh, the, I guess, the lifestyle of a psychic? What Tell, tell me a, a daily routine. Well, I'm retired, so my lifestyle is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as a psychic, um, I, you know, I, I'm really like a doctor or a lawyer. Uh, I'm a professional, and I'm on call. Yeah. Uh, people call me, and they, they have... I'm also a master life coach. I'm certified through the South, Southwest Institute of Healing Arts in Tempe, Arizona. Um, what does a life coach do? Life coach... I can tell you what a life coach doesn't do. We're, okay. not, we're not counselors, we're not psychiatrists, and we're not, psych, we're not psychologists. Okay. Um, we, if someone has an issue, like for instance, if they need to lose weight or they need to stop smoking, um, were you looking at me directly and <laughs> said I need to lose weight? Yes, I was. As a matter of fact, um, what, <laughs> what we would do is we'd sit down and maybe for two or three sessions only, we would talk about what small steps you could take that you probably already know you could take. Right. But if you look at it in the big picture, it's very overwhelming. What I do as a life coach is help you to narrow it down so that each week you have something you can work on you know that gets you to your goal. Charles, this is I need a life coach uh -huh. in my life because, I, see, I need somebody to narrow it down because I see everything in the big picture of, oh, man, these are, these are big issues. You know, that's a Big Mac. I want to put that in my <laughs> mouth. Yes. You know, and I, I need somebody to narrow that down. Yes, yes. What dollar, the, menu. What, dollar, yes, menu. dollar menu. Yes, dollar menu. What? The thing we, is, I, I buy a lot of the dollar <laughs> menu. <laughs> what a life coach does, and where it's different than a psychiatrist or psychologist, is we take issues and make them manageable for you with you buying into it, with you doing the right. work. Taking but, the steps and making the actions. Taking the steps. But a psychiatrist or psychologist is usually for medical problems that are long term. Right. This is just for personal issues that maybe you're having a hard time wrapping your arms around that we can show you how to narrow down and handle in a manageable you know what? way. I bet my wife needs one too because she has a hard time wrapping her arms around <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, uh, what would you say are some maybe things for David Langhilio here? To uh, w just at his appearance overall, what can Dave do? To uh <laughs> <laughs> not a blasted thing. He looks great. He looks great. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, you're fine. <laughs> now um, you uh, you're here in in Rhode Island now with yes. us at Terracon. And uh, you mentioned to me that you're going to be moving back to Arizona. Yes. And uh, you said there's a lot of uh, said metaphysical. Meta what was that? You used a word yes, that I didn't understand. A metaphysical uh, community in Arizona. I, I will be moving back to the Phoenix area, yeah. but 
uh, I think uh, internationally people know Sedona, yeah. Arizona, for the, the four vortexes, for the energy that's What are the there. four vortexes? Uh, they, are, uh, they are areas of energy that are known to exist in Sedona, yeah. at the airport, at Bell Rock, uh, at Oak Creek Canyon. Um, there's one other that escapes my memory, but... Um, these are places of energy, um, which uh, people go to, they flock to. Yeah. Um, so it's a big metaphysical community up there. But uh, all of Arizona seems to be very um, receptive to understanding that this is something right. that is real. It's not somebody's imagination. Is there, is there any known reason for why the energy or what causes the energy in that area? Not that I'm aware of. I think no, no more so than people know why the energy in the Bermuda Triangle is caused where it is. It's magnetic forces and it's definitely energy fields. If you go to Sedona, I guarantee you, you won't be able to sleep <laughs> because the energy from the Red Rock is so intense. I don't know. I so sleep intense. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> go up there and try. Okay. <laughs> He's good. He, she's challenging you to take a sleeping bag. Yes. <laughs> Hike up into the, the mountains there and just take a nap. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, if I was in a house, I mean, if I was outside, I'd be afraid of scorpions and rattlesnakes. Rattlers. Rattlers. Well, in Arizona, that's true. That's, that you're, that, that's part of the flora and the fauna of Arizona, of course. Do you, do you get, um, just because, I guess, the uh, perception of psychics, you get a lot of, like, when you say, oh, you know what I do? I do psychic readings. Do you get a lot of, like, the, the, the shunned looks and, you know, people Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. I was, I, this gift was given to me. I was born with it. I come from a family of what they call stregas, which mm-hmm. I, we are Sicilian witches. This is passed through my mother's side of the family. And, by the way, for those who think witches are running around turning people into newts, um, the stregas. I see, I've seen that happen before. Have you In seen a movie, it? Yes, yes. I watched it. The, the Sicilians, Hocus Pocus, yeah, I saw that, yes. The Sicilians, the Stregas, uh, really are very much aligned with the Roman Catholic Church. In okay. fact, mm-hmm. uh, if you went to Mass this morning, I you didn't. probably saw a lot of the things that the Stregas have brought into the Catholic Church, like the candles and the incense, the smells and the bells, as yeah. they call it. Um, but uh, mm. I, back when I was growing up, it was whispered. I mean, I was taught by my Aunt Rose but I was also told not to tell people that I did this sort of stuff because it was considered taboo back right, then. Right. It's only been in the last, I would say, 10 or 15 years that people have become more open and not looked at you like you had six heads or, right. this, or this flying saucer just landed in their backyard. <laughs> and the thing is, it is a gift. It's a gift just like singing, dancing, writing poetry, painting. It's a gift of being able to pick up on people's energies and be able to use them, turn them around to help people, okay. not to hurt them. So, so um, it's, could, it's you, could you hurt them if you wanted to? Well, let me put it this way. Could I? Yes. Would I probably lose whatever gift I have? I most certainly would. Because you don't do it to hurt people. You're supposed to do it to be in the light. I do, I'm not God, and I don't play God. Uh, God seems to do a real good job being God, and he doesn't need any help from me or anybody else. What I try to do is use the gift to read in the light and to give people clarity, to give people reassurance, maybe offer them a different perspective on something, maybe get them to look at something, um, uh, different options that maybe they didn't consider before, or 98% of my calls is to reassure them that, yes, 
what they're feeling, the energy they're picking up is absolutely correct. So it's not necessarily, I guess, a lot. Like I hear psychic. A lot of people hear psychic. Oh, I'm going. You're going to tell me, you know, my exact future, the layout of my future. You're just feeling the energy of that person and it's saying, oh, okay, no, here's maybe some advice. Here's some guidance. Not not necessarily. Oh, you're going to, you know, hit the lottery at this point or lose your job at this point. Or you listen. Can no. you tell me when my wife's going to leave me? I know it's happening soon. She, she I. She, she seems miserable. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't I do can't. that. But I, what, what I can do is I don't do health. I don't do legal for obvious reasons. I'm not a doctor yeah. and I'm not a lawyer. Um, but I can pick up people's energy and I can let them know that, um, you know, if, if they thought about doing a certain thing, I can reassure them that's the right path to be on. Yeah. If they haven't thought of something and I can see it clearly, I will let them know. But my my role, my gift, is to give people guidance and clarity. And so what makes my readings different than, say, any other psychic is I'm incorporating the life coaching yeah. in, and, and, and the energy together into being able to, to give them that clarity. What, what are your thoughts on the, um, the people who, I guess, uh, especially on, on TV now, uh, like the, the, is his name John Edwards? The guys that can, you know... They're gifted. Are they? They are very gifted, yes. Like Long Island Medium, John Edward. Yes, they're very gifted people. They they definitely have a gift, and uh, they are trying to give comfort to people. Right. Um, and just the same way, you know, that's like asking me, you know, Pavarotti, Barbara Streisand. I mean, they're both singers, but they, they both have a gift, and they're different gifts. Yeah. They are there to give... In the case of a singer, pleasure, um, appreciation, and in the case of someone who's gifted like uh, a James Van Prague or uh, a John Edward, to, to give people that peace of mind. Um, I brought here, this is a t- what, what is known as a talking board, Okay. but what it actually is is a pendulum, and in the pendulum is my late boyfriend, Ed. He's not physically in here. His spirit works the pendulum. We always said we wanted to work together, and when he passed, I asked him if he would want to do this. Right. He was a Screen Actors Guild actor, and he considers this to be a real step down. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it because he Ed's always... Ed's got jokes. Ed's got jokes. Ed's got jokes, but he always wanted to be a hero. Yeah. And for a lot of people, he is a hero because he's very accurate, and he and I talk all the time. We open every reading with a message from Ed. For example, what Ed is doing right now, and just so you don't think that the board has anything Mm -hmm. to do with what's going on right now, he's making everyone's acquaintance. He's saying hello. Going in a circle is his way of saying yes, Welcome to the show, Ed. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, Ed and I speak. uh, We have our own language that we have developed. Ed um, talks to me. I'm clairaudient, which means I hear him. He also gives me visuals in the third eye. So if he's having trouble communicating with me as to what he wants me to convey to somebody, he'll show me. Um, Probably the most vivid time was a woman was trying to describe to me her boss, and he showed me the vision of a cockroach in a dress. And she said to me, that's perfect. That's exactly (laughs) what my boss is. Um, But Ed and I, for instance, instance, a yes is a circle, as he's done. And then a no is a back and forth motion. A maybe is a side to side motion. 
And when it doesn't know, doesn't want to tell me, or it's none of my business to know anyway, Ed stops dead. Huh. Okay. Okay. So, and Ed has been, uh, I'll tell you a very, very interesting story about Ed. He's got pretty much his own fan club. Um, we were doing a... Can holiday. I add him on Facebook? Yes, of course you can. Um, Is he on Twitter? Ed's on Twitter? Uh, Ed's with me on Twitter. Um, we, we were doing a, um, a holiday party. And we were the entertainment for the cocktail hour, um, myself and the readings and, of course, Ed. And a woman sat down, never had a reading before, and she said, um, Ed, and, of course, I start every reading with a message Mm -hmm. from Ed. And Ed told her she was going to be flying, um, this was in Phoenix, she was going to be flying east uh, on or before June 1st, um, traveling by air. And he was insistent. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, it's impossible. I'm moving to California. I said, Ed, are you sure you didn't mean west? Right. East. East. He was insistent. She said, well, I hate to, you know, tell you you're crazy, but you're crazy. Yeah. Because They're not I, listening to I have, I have mm-hmm. no relatives, friends, east coast. I, there would be no reason. I said, well, just keep it in the back of your mind. No. We went on with the rest of the reading. She thanked me. They were having a dinner and door prizes. They asked me to stay and do readings after the dinner. So after dinner, I came back out, and I was in the middle of a reading when all of a sudden I hear screams and applause coming from the dining room area. Okay. And the woman comes running out holding a red envelope like this. Yeah. And she interrupts my reading and says, you're not going to believe this. I just won two tickets, first class, on American Airlines to New York City to be used before (laughs) June 1st. And she turns to the woman who booked me for the event and said, we got to have her back next year. (laughs) So Ed may not always be right, but he's never wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, Ed, it's a pleasure. Uh, Do you and Ed ever, do you guys go out to eat? Uh, Uh, Do you guys date date nights? No. (laughs) I actually am with a significant other since Ed's passing. But Ed is with me all the time. How does the significant other feel about Ed? Loves him. Loves Ed. They, 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 you guys sit down and watch a movie, pop some popcorn. Absolutely. He sits up on the, his own chair. Let me tell you how Ed communicates with, uh, with us and with his daughter also. Um, Ed passed from something called Wilson's disease, which is a very, very rare disease. Um, it's a genetic disorder. Only 100,000 people worldwide approximately have it. And Wilson's disease is the body's inability to purge copper. So if it can't purge copper, yes, if it can't purge copper, it stores it in the heart, the brain, and the lungs. Um, I'm sorry, the heart, the brain, and the liver. Okay. So Ed... Did Ed eat a lot of pennies? Unfortunately, Ed Ed was not discovered to have Wilson's till he was 40, which meant his liver was pretty well gone. Wow. Um, He was living on borrowed time. So now... That is terrifying. There's like so many terrifying diseases out there like i've never heard of wilson's disease and apparently like it's just you're immediately afraid of it i'm now terrified well you <laughs> can't catch it it's you're born with it he's yeah. missing the 13th chromosome okay so when ed wants to let me know that he's got my back or he's approving of something or he you know is giving me a thumbs up on something he'll leave copper pennies oh, okay <laughs> and that's how i know it's ed mm-hmm. and so well ed I'm, I'm i look forward to interacting with you i hope i find some pennies um, maybe one of those pennies, Ed, that has the rare date on it that's worth, you know, 23000 I don't know. I think Ed is going to save that for himself. Uh, of course. He should, as he should, because he, he needs it. Thanks, exactly. Ed. <laughs> um, Charles here is um, 
this Charles, we want to do a reading on Charles. Sure. Charles, okay. um, you know, he's got a lot of anxiety in his life right now. He's a little stressed, but I'll let you. I'll let you figure. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll let you figure Charles out. Okay. Well, first of all, Charles, let's let's see what Ed wants you to know because Ed has some good things for you. He's wishing you money. Oh. Okay, and he's telling you that you're going to be getting that money sometime in August. Ooh. Okay, oh. so keep that in mind. Okay. Okay, it may not be okay. a lot of money, but it would be something that mm. you would not be expecting. Ooh. Okay, not, we're going to... Not expecting. Go ahead and shuffle those. We're going to do a very high-level reading. Uh, and usually, I, I personally think that you can learn everything you need to know in 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. But there are people that have a lot of issues, and I will spend as much time as an hour on the phone with somebody. Wow. Um, because they do need to Hopefully get they clarity. have an unlimited plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're calling you after seven. Okay, so let's start out. Okay. You pretty well are the boss in, in your household. She's, you, she's laid out the emperor card. Yeah, the emperor card is, is obviously a father figure, but it's also someone who is the boss of their household, masculine head of the household. And I think you take great pride in being the masculine, in, in being responsible for yourself and for those around you. But that's where you are right now. But where you'd like to be is, are you with somebody right now? No. Then that's no. what you'd like, is you'd like... An empress for your emperor. He, he needs some yes. love in his life. He needs True. some love in his life, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what you'd really like to make your life complete. Life would be a lot easier if you had someone to share it with. Mm -hmm. What you fear the most is your own intuition. You fear... The moon. You fear your own, that little voice that is inside you. I bet you tell it to shut up a lot of times. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you shouldn't because it's trying to guide you and it's trying to keep you. Everyone has a certain amount of intuition, whether they choose to use it or not, and whether they choose to develop it or not. You know, recently, Charles, he's been living with a 19-inch television, like one of those tube televisions. Yes. And he just recently upgraded that after years and years and years of fighting <laughs> with himself to a bigger, you know, he, he entered uh, the 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 newest century with a flat screen television but he did he fought with himself he was he's like i don't want, i don't need to buy the tv he, he you know and then finally made the decision and when you make these decisions your life's a little better right yes the car this is also a card of someone who is cautious to the point of being too cautious so can, that by the time you dot the i's and cross the t's a million times your opportunities faster can i ask a question about this card the moon mm -hmm. i see i see the moon it's got the face in the moon uh, or is that the sun? That's the sun, right? It's, it's both the moon and the, the sun. The moon and the sun. And we got some dogs. What is the lobster doing? It's coming out of the river and up on a path. Like, what? what's the Being lobster? Being attracted to the energy of the moon the lobster? and the sun. Yes, all of them. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What you want most, what, what you what you have going for you is you are attractive to women. Oh, Charles. Okay. And there are there is a woman out there that would be very much wanting to be your partner. This is true. If only mm -hmm. you two would meet. Oh, maybe you guys okay. have already met and she's got a boyfriend. What maybe after August when you get that money. Yeah. What you got going <laughs> against you is you fear change. Oh, that's true. Oh, the death Definitely. card. You're, you're dead. Oh, Charles <laughs> just drew the death card. You, you fear change. Oh. And the thing is, this type mm -hmm. of change is good for you because it means bringing mm -hmm. down the curtain on the old and looking forward to the new. So what's coming for you is going to be you're going to feel more like you're in balance and you've got your act together. 
Whatever seeds you plant now will come to completion before the year ends. Hmm? And look at this. You are going to find the lover's love. Card. You will hmm? have love in your life before the year ends. Wow, before okay. the end of the year. Before the end of oh. the year. Okay. Who do you think it could be? Okay. Oh, I already know. <laughs> I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a couple of other decks I brought with me. This is a very... Wait, what was the deck that you just had? This is Rider Waite. Okay. Okay, just a traditional Tradi- Rider okay. Waite, but it's a very large size card. And right. I used that just to do what, what we just did, which is a universal... It's called a universal six card. I throw a few more cards in there okay. for a clarity of the picture. What I'd like you to do is shuffle and pick one Charles out. is now shuffling an, a new okay. deck. And what's this one called again? This is the Saints. The Saints. They are Saints of the Roman Catholic Church. Are they going to come marching in? They're going to come marching in. Joke. That was an Absolutely. awful joke. Okay. Don't start so humming it. Okay. Pick one out. Just one. Give okay. me one. The saint that's got your back is, ironically, the saint of the mystics, Gerard Mayella. Oh. And I think that's because you are involved in a show like this. You are involved in, um, in, in dealing with uh, metaphysical, holistic things. And this saint has your back. Cool. The, does this saint have anything to do with... Uh, traveling to different areas and going to a gift shop and picking out just coasters that you just bring back coasters <laughs> <laughs> because that Charles is notorious. Charles is notorious for that. He just go. He goes. To, he visits a far off land, right? Uh-huh. And he buys a coaster to remember. Just one, not a set of coasters. <laughs> just one you coaster. You collect the set eventually <laughs> as you stop at all the places. No, he's just the saint of the mist. Okay, he's not right. the saint of coasters. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm going to have you shuffle those and pick three. All right. Now we have a new deck. What is this deck? This deck is called Trust Your Vibes. Okay. And it's a message from your higher self to you. For you men, if you want to call your higher self, you want to address your higher self by your first, middle, and last name. Okay. For women, it would be the first and middle name. Hmm. And your Why is that? Um, it's just the way the higher self works. And the, your higher self always has a much more clarity than you do. All right. Okay. So your higher self wants you to take it easy and share a breath. Share a breath. Take, take, take a load off right now. Just take a deep breath right now. Be flexible. All right. Put your leg over your head. So if you haven't been flexible, you need to. And then I don't know what's going on in your life, Uh-oh. but I feel an energy of questioning certain things. Your higher self says mm. it's time to decide. Make that decision, Charles. Make the decision. You are gay. <laughs> <laughs> poor man. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't put words in his mouth. I didn't, he is, I didn't but do that. But I mean, that. He's, he's a poor man because he might be gay because I have some wonderful gay friends. I said, poor man, because I think you're trying to confuse him. I <laughs> would never do that to Charles. I'm setting him up. You can meet that one before the end of the year. Um, so, uh, basically, a reading consists of four or five decks. Okay. Uh, depending on what a person needs. I also read runes and rune cards. Um, the, of course, that starts with a reading from Ed in the Pendulum. And then this is a deck I brought with me because I thought you guys would find this very interesting. It's brand new as of two years ago, January, and it's the Transparent Tarot. Okay. This is the Universal Weight Tarot Card Deck turned into transparencies. All right. They are, yeah. The reason behind this is instead of getting just one card with a message, you are actually making a picture of someone's situation. Okay. So we'll demonstrate this right now. If you would, Charles, please shuffle and hand me two. Charles is shuffling. Okay. He's picking out two cards. Thank you. 
I can see through those cards. Please shuffle and hand Ooh. me two. I hate the off mic, but this is exciting. I can't wait to find out what what Charles draws here. And shuffle and hand me two of those. Oh man! Thank you, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> I want him to just take like half an hour and get him real good and shuffle. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've paid attention to what I've been doing, but I've actually made the back of the card. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. When I flip it over, Charles, this is your situation. Okay. And there you it is. You get to see it all on one card. Yeah. It's a picture of two naked men. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, you want love in your life. Yes. And that's the card yeah. you pulled. Okay, you also have an awful lot of strife that keeps you up nights, and you need to deal with that. Oh, he's dealing with it, and hopefully tomorrow. You also are hopefully <laughs> getting right. some money. And oh, there it is. Right. There's a card of money, and this time it's telling me that the money may very well come from work. Oh, all right, okay. Now that's, that's above this line, and that's what maybe you already know. But what's below the line is what you may not know. Uh -oh. And that is, first of all, in one to two weeks, you're going to get some good news. Mm? Okay. 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 And then, s secondly, you do have, <laughs> you do have celebration for coming me. for you, probably affiliated with the love that you're looking for. And last but not least, there's the lady that you want to meet. She's got, she's got blonde hair. Um, He's going to get a dog named Lady. <laughs> <laughs> but... The thing is, Charles hasn't been in a relationship in a very long time. When was your last relationship? More than eight years. Eight long time. He has not. Well, that doesn't mean that he's. Yeah, it's not too late. It's not too late. I just have to decide. The cards told me so. That's right. It's never too late. Stop being the naysayer. Did the cards? I'm gonna ruin my future. Did the cards say anything about a seed drying up and just becoming sterile? Because I hope that happens. No. Hey. So I hope everybody will come on down to Terracon yes. and take advantage of the psychic room. We have angel readers in there. I'm in there reading. Um, we have others that also do tarot cards and do different modalities is what it's called. And I hope everyone will come on down. We'll be here from now until 5 p.m. Until 5 o'clock, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, Terracon. We're at the uh, Providence uh, Convention Center. Uh, right here in downtown Providence. It's a great place. Uh, you buy your tickets. There's so much going on down on the convention floor. We've got the film festival going on. And the, uh, it's, it's room 553 is where the, uh, the tarot readings. Sunny, uh, great. Thank you very much well, for coming down. Thank you, you know, for having down. me. Thank you for having me come on here. And Ed, I'm sure, thanks you also. Ed, thank you. Um, thank you. Ed, for, Ed has for a prediction us. for yeah. the Stanley Cup. Oh, he does. It'll be the Kings. Whoa. He That's was a bold prediction. That's a bold predict prediction. He was predicting that. Uh, before the Stanley Cup uh, fi uh, final started. He was predicting that way in the... Wow. Yeah. Who's his pick for the World Series? Uh, he hasn't gotten that far oh. yet. He's a hockey buff. And, yeah. and I said to him, Ed, why are you picking the Kings when at the time his favorite team, the Blackhawks, were still in the running? Yeah. And he said he's not picking it. JC is picking Whoa. it. Whoa. Can't argue with the you boss. You can't at all. Sonny, <laughs> uh, internationally known psychic. Uh, again, just to throw it out there, 15 minutes for uh, uh, $20. Appointments done over the phone or in person. 310-699-4348. Again, that number is 310-699-4348. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. www.psychicsunny.com. You got that? 
That's yeah. a good name. That's you a good like website. That one? Strong, <laughs> strong, uh, strong name. Sonny, thank you very much thank for uh, for spending time with us. We're gonna thank now you. beat up Charles for his, uh, you know, hopefully. Charles has money. got yeah. Charles yeah. has got a great future <laughs> coming. He so. does. He does. Thank you very <laughs> thank much. Thank you. Uh, again, she's she's gonna be in room five five three. So if you wanna, you know, go get your uh, your tarot and your psychic reading from Sunny. She's in there. She's a, she's great. You, you, you're very, very lovely. You came in and had a great time with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Now i got to find my way back there. <laughs> Just straight down that hallway. Straight toward. Down that hallway. You'll find a cane. Oh, and then... Okay, <laughs> thank you. I wonder what's in Kane's future. <laughs> Charles, how did you feel about your psychic reading? I feel pretty good. I like that. I like all the things. This is good. This is going to be a great I year. I missed all it's of it. Of I want to know what Charles is getting. It's the year of Charles. Uh, Charles has has yes. love in his life. That's right. I'm gonna, uh, have, I'm, gonna I'm gonna have love in my life. I'm gonna get lots of money. Yeah, there's and then money. In a couple months, touched on some money. More money that yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting. There's gonna Tomorrow. be money that he didn't expect yeah. coming later yeah, on. That's but even it better. did yeah. it say anything about sharing with his friends all the money? There was a lot about how this show is what makes him happy and how he needs to invest. Uh, oh, that was one <laughs> of the cards. Expected money. One Hello. of the cards. Show. Oh, hey, what's up? You wanna have a seat? Here, David. Yeah, he. Uh, you can put your headphones on if you sure. like and hear us and all this good stuff. Um, Charles just got a. Uh, we, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, James Baker just sat down. David's here. Joe has rejoined us. Um, Charles just got his psychic reading done by Sonny, the internationally known psychic. Are you going to live? Yes. <laughs> He's going to live. Well, Fortunately, yes. uh, the test is positive. Um, and it's it's going to be a painful life. It's going like to be a lot she, of suffering. She associated the show with like holisticness and mysticism. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we had a well, mystic we, on yeah. literally while we were. Uh, <laughs> My favorite. Who, who was Ed? Ed. Oh, you. Were, I saw <laughs> I you. Missed Ed. I saw you sit down after she explained Ed, and you were looking down. You're like, what the fuck? What is she? Did Ed she rub it like a, is it like a gene? Her, her that, deceased lover. Her deceased lover lives in that that no, board. No, no, no. She, he, he, Lives in the beads. Oh, he lives in the beads. Yeah, and that's Parker brother is her. (laughs) She has she has a significant other now, and they all hang out and talk together. Like they, it's an open relationship. He likes the kings. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a menage a trois with a dead person. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I noticed. (laughs) I noticed Mr. Baker's not watching Provoked. So oh, (laughs) might have to cut him from Dead Bony. Ooh, wow. It just came on. You're not missing (laughs) Adam. Adam's spot just opened up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, we never. Yes, this is the first time the two met. Wait, hold on. I want to get to that in in a second. But Charles, do you? uh, How do you feel about the whole? I feel great. I mean, this this is going to be the year of Charles. Everything's coming up, Charles. That's right. This is going to be great. I feel like the, the energy gathering in Arizona might be like fallout from nuclear tests. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Wait, there was energy gathering in Arizona? Yeah, apparently that's Sedona. where the, the four pillars of life are. And, yeah. You know, you go there. The vortex. There's a four vortexes. Did she, and say, did she ever give anybody bad news? Or does everybody always have money and love yeah. coming their way? Uh, she did tell Charles that he has voices in his head and he needs to start listening <laughs> yes, to them. to the voices. And, and that could be bad for other people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not often people tell you you should listen to the voices yeah. in your head. That's it's so yeah. weird because when I hear that, like... Uh, I I'm I I don't believe I don't believe in any of it I don't think the the psychic thing is at all real. No no but no, she not, told not you what all, she, she does she she takes what you already were going to do and then confirms <laughs> that you can do it. <laughs> well, she, right? that's that's what. Yeah like, she she I guess she helps boost your right. confidence in yourself. People, like she told you when when people call in right they're just asking for confirmation like I'm sure should should I do this yeah. and then she says yes and then they feel and then, good and about then they lose all their money in the they, stock market right. and then their life's ruined and, and their wife costs, leaves them. Look it only costs 15 minutes for someone to tell you that you're on the right track and you should just charge. But when forward, she started talking about like the the beads and having the the person like to me I I it's yeah that's it's complete bullshit like that's not a <laughs> and I, I, I hate that, but I'm not going to say it. Like she obviously believes this. No, no, this no. The, thing, the pendulum moved 
you saw it. You did, it she, moved. Yeah, what, what she's wasn't learned bol- very well how to manipulate. No, no, but no, it, like she, <laughs> yeah. she wasn't moving Tilt her hand. It just, it just like the, the pendulum at the bottom turned. Like there was a magnet oh, under the table. Like, sounds like Charles is calling that number again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping the card. I'm keeping the card. Did right? she well, tell you what it costs? No, pretty soon it won't matter to Charles. It's twenty dollars. Only, but for reassurance, twenty dollars is really cheap. I'll give you reassurance for fifteen. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I'll do it for ten. If we're bidding, nine ninety nine, right here. She was throwing out like really general things, and if she got a reaction. And she'd like continue in that direction or she'd well, move on. And that's that's just how psychic wow, it's gift. almost like it's that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> weird. What part isn't bullshit is when she said I have a fabulous physique. <laughs> she did say that. Yeah, but that's just because she has eyes. I mean, yeah, of course. anybody could tell that. Oh, well, I'm starting to get recast. It's all bullshit. Uh, James Baker, are you, uh, are you, do you believe in any of that? Uh, psychics, not really. Not really. I, I gotta say, my wife went to one in Maine who said some pretty interesting stuff without knowing anything about her. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's something to some people. What about, like, a, the Long Island me- medium? We mm-hmm. asked her We asked her about yeah. Sunny about the Long Island medium, and she was like, oh, well, she, they're great. Like, And I, I wanted to just, like, no. The Long Island medium was the one who told the mother of the girls that was in the That, that wasn't house. her. It was somebody else. No, that's the Long Island medium, wasn't was it? it? I was pretty sure it was the Long Island I medium. I think it was they a different medium. They provide comfort to people. But anyway, she's... Them. The, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, and it's get crazy. get closure. I know Sylvia Brown was wrong about like the last three presidential elections and she was supposed mm. to be like the be-all end all of right. psychics and uh, I don't know. It, it, most of it is just good charlatans basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you learn how to read people really well and it's a good business to go into because you can uh, you, know, you can fool the stupid very easily. Did she say are, are how we she at game seven of the Stanley Cup finals by now? Like, uh, yeah, what's, predict, a, what's like, a serious <laughs> score? The, the, the winner because they're already like they're one game away? <laughs> Is that what's happening? The two, ga- the two games in. Yeah. So I... I don't know. Have the Kings won the last two games? I wonder, I wonder what she said about California Chrome. If he was going to win the uh, the oh, uh, yeah. Triple Crown, he didn't win, so it didn't work out for him. I uh, think it's better like when they have like all of the puppies in a box <laughs> and they pick a winner because usually they're right. The puppies in a box. Remember, like the last World Cup, they had like an octopus who would yeah, like yeah, yeah, got yeah, pretty that. far, yeah, right? Did, yes, yeah. See. You get a cute animal, and they they <laughs> pick the right one. Octopus is cute. It's he was a very about cute octopus. As accurate yeah. as, as asking a psychic who's going to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually what I like to do instead of like uh, tea leaf readings. Is I just I I eat Chipotle and I drink a lot of whiskey and the next morning when I shit in the toilet it's like oh what is this oh well someone's having a good day <laughs> looks like the Virgin Mary I'm <laughs> Mary take a picture of that either that or you're saying I really need to change my lifestyle well no that's what no. this is telling me <laughs> no no more fiber eat more fiber James uh, you're you're in Dead Bounty which I am. is produced by I, our good friend David Langhilio here. I was uh, telling them earlier. Actually, I saw your film yesterday, um, Hangar 18. Oh, what'd you think? Uh, it was. Pretty it's interesting. It's interesting, right? It's interesting. Right? It's interesting. <laughs> Wait, is that the movie where you rape somebody? You rape uh, somebody, yeah. and then you like viciously stab them and pull out intestines. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Had a lot of blood and guts in that one. That yeah, was get fun. his get his semen back. The lots of weird. He's like, "Where is my baby?" I'm looking for and my you're, baby. You're actually. digging yeah. inside of her, pulling out yeah. intestines, looking for a baby. Yeah, not the way to go about it. I don't it's think normally. Love. But you're you're. What's the character? He's a ladies' man. What's the character in Dead? Uh, junior, 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 right. junior. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but our very own Adam here, uh, he he also auditioned for the role before you. I, I think had heard, I had heard that. Yeah, and he didn't get the part. I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> I wanted too much money. I'm only so sorry, though, you know, because I got the part. So when you look at Adam sorry. here, do you think that he does he look like a like Junior? Uh, from the description, which I, if I remember correctly, was they were looking for an ox of a man. Right, right. I gotta say, I don't. You don't I think don't he's an ox it. of a man? No, no. I think I if they yeah. dropped that part, um, you don't think could I could pull a cart? Could you see uh, Adam making out with Kate? 
Yeah, that I can see. I can see it you being Timothy Quill's son, <laughs> too. Spoiler <laughs> alert, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that oh can't boy. be. Like, people are going to be like, oh, man. Oh, now <laughs> I know he makes out with somebody. somebody. Yeah. Damn it. Nope. I'm not going to see it. That's <laughs> funny you said that because I have said I wish Timothy Quill was my dad. I can understand <laughs> that, too. Yes, Timothy Quill was awesome. Yeah. Uh, how's, uh, how was the Dead Bounty thing? Dead Bounty, uh, I honestly not saying this because I'm sitting with you guys. No, yeah, One of the best filming experiences I've ever yeah. had. Honestly, yeah, I would love to work with What's you guys. What's the again. worst? Oh, I'm not going to say what the worst. Nobody's listening. There's nobody in the chat room. Nobody's listening. Uh, the worst, then, the worst is a, an independent film I did in. Uh, I'm not going to say where, but it's fine. It was literally I, I showed up. It was the one guy with his oh, like handy cam <laughs> film camera, backroom casting couch. It, it, no, it was <laughs> like we filmed outside. There was no crew. There was no like microphone. It's one of the worst. The sun was the gaffer. Yeah, exactly. One of the worst bus movies bus ever. Well, it's what hard, right? Like when you see the casting call, like you don't know until you actually get to the set, right? Exactly. You don't know if they if they know what they're doing. You don't know what the the crew. I showed up to one shoot and I was I was like. Okay, so you know what time's everybody else getting here? And he's like, "Oh no, it's just you and me." Hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Did the script give it away? Were you the only one in the script? Um, no, but I didn't. He was playing the other part. Yeah, and he literally <laughs> he left he the camera on a wide set shot. Set up his like little you know Best Buy camera on like a tripod, <laughs> tripod that didn't work. So yeah. he just balanced it on it. It didn't even screw in. That's and funny. we just went into the woods and filmed this scene, which all I mean, static all shots. I, yeah, for all I know, he could have been there just to kill oh, me. Oh, I you know what I've seen that movie, Shake That Bear. I've seen that. <laughs> That's that what you guys did. I, I I'm gonna look that up and I have a feeling I'm gonna be sorry. Oh, of course I, you are. Yeah. You haven't seen Shake That Bear? No, is it like one man one jar? Um Ooh. we actually <laughs> introduced that video to David. Oh uh, it's a wonderful video. Uh it's kind it's it's like one of those shock sex videos. Okay. Basically what happens is uh there's a group of hunters and they shoot a bear out of a tree and then there's a, a chick and a guy and they have sex on the bear. I think and she's, uh, uh, while she's being railed, she goes, shake that bear, shake that bear. I think I've heard bear. of it. I don't think I've actually seen it. It ends with their hound dogs tearing the bear to pieces. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, some great people out there in yeah, the world. Yeah, there are some wonderful, <laughs> wonderful examples of humanity. We're here at TerraCon, <laughs> <laughs> the film festival. Uh, what room are you in? What is that? 554. 554. Stand room only. Stand. <laughs> It's packed up. Packed up. <laughs> nope. Just saw two people walk in. Yeah. Oh, they just oh, walk now out. they're leaving. Like, they're lost. They get the they, bathroom. They actually thought that we we're gonna go in there and have sex, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, we can still have sex." I, <laughs> I actually, I saw provoked. Uh, a, I think it was a week before we started filming Dead Bounty. It was yep. the premiere, and I, I was very happy when I saw provoked because it's good. It is and, good. And, you know, so like you said, you don't know when you get right. the casting call what you're in, in for. So when I saw Provoked, I was like, oh, okay. Felt good. a little more confident. These guys know, yeah. these guys know what they're doing. They know how to okay. put together a good film. Cool. Are you expecting to uh, win an award here at the film festival this week? Uh, uh, no. No? Definitely not. Oh. No. Yeah, no. James, went up, you went to the Salem to see it at its premiere. Yes, there. yeah, at the Salem right. premiere, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to win any awards for, for Hangar 18. Did you see The Creed? Because that's my pick to just... He's going to win everything. He's literally I seen no other films, but he picked <laughs> The Creed. I've seen Provoked. Is that the documentary about Scott Stapp? Um, no, but it okay. actually has a lot to do with Cre the band Creed. Does it really? Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. It is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm expecting it to win everything. You know, um, I, don't, I don't know what the categories. What are the categories? Even a feature, best feature. <laughs> yeah, best sure. feature. What's, what are the categories? For, um, well, short and features is best film, you know, best director. Best actor, best actress. All right, so then it's all yeah. going to the Creed. Like everything. So they're seen for yeah. uh, award for best nipples. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well there should be. There's best gore and best uh, special effects makeup as well. Oh, nice, nice. 
So uh, yeah, that uh, that Kate Carson. Yeah, she's a tall tall drink of water. She is a tall drink she's of water. A tall drink of water. Right. She's she is actually Miss Lotus cast. She won the oh. award as Miss Lotus. It came down to her and Jackie the Fapper Fabian. And <laughs> the Fapper. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. She Kate pulled it off. She beat out the Fapper. So now, was there any persuasion? Did they have to do anything to win to, to compete for that? Well, they had to send me nudes, but that <laughs> was that <laughs> was they, they didn't have to Fair and they enough. didn't. And they um, didn't. <laughs> well, I, it was a request. I, I request. I threw it out there into the uh, the uh, universe, and it just didn't come back in my favor. So, so now I know if I want to be Mr. Lotus Cast, I should text you. Some. It definitely wouldn't help no. or hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were right the first time. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think uh, I think I think we should probably take a break. I'm going to go try to get Lou Temple. David doesn't think I'm going to get it. I'm no slack. I be, okay, you know, you know Lou Temple, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's, he's down there. I talked to him for a while yesterday. And I was yeah. like, yeah, well, we're doing a show noon to, noon to 2. I was like, you should come out. I'll come up. We can talk to you. He's like, yeah, just come on down and grab me, and I'll, I'll be up there. David is telling me it's not going to happen. Zero. Zero? Yeah, you never know. Because I I, for a while, I did a web show uh, about like geek-related stuff. Yeah. Went to a comic book fin- convention, and I uh, got to speak to Joe Hill. Oh. So just like said, hey, yeah, we do this little web show. I don't show. know who Joe Hill is. He's an author. He's Stephen King's son. Oh. Um, oh. Why does he have a different last name? Because uh, he wanted to Steve make it on his own merits. Instead of, code, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, He'd be Joe but, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really good, and he, he does comic books. He does novels and everything. Um, and, yeah, I was just like, hey, we do this little web show. Would you Why mind don't you do the web show anymore? Uh, the person that was producing it moved to uh, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh, I think, so. Yeah, you didn't put any feelers out for a new producer. No, I mean it was it was a really we literally it was like Wayne's World. We sat in my friend's apartment on the couch and, yeah. and talked That's about comic. What books this and show is <laughs> that is what we do. Yeah. yeah, well we've upgraded. But you guys have like all this equipment and stuff. We do. So I mean you're you're a little you more know if you're looking for a producer yes. for that we, we you know we can work something out. We started <laughs> our own production company. You started your own or are starting your own? We we started it. Just now. Just now? <laughs> All right, right that's here. cool. All right. This is the seat of it. You could be our yeah. first client. I will be your geek reporter then. <laughs> uh, James, thank you very much uh, for you know hanging out with us here for yeah, a little bit. I'm glad I happened to see you guys. Thanks yeah. for Yeah, you for should come out and, and come hang out with us on the show sometime. I would like. I, I really do feel bad I couldn't come the, the time that it was. It's okay, I we, we should what, what, what do you mean should? happen to see them? They're in the prime location of Terracon. We're in the middle of Terracon floor. What are you talking about? Did you just arrive to Terracon? No, what I meant is I had bad eyes. So much going on here yeah. that w- between the hus- the hubbub, yes. I was shocked that we ran into you because yes. like, all of the people <laughs> trying to find this, trying to get to this table it's amongst tough. the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> yes. happened to run into you guys. <laughs> it was really funny. What do we got here? <laughs> what do we got here? So they have us. They have the the film festival on the furthest end of the building where there's no action. <laughs> Except the coolest thing, I guess, is the big panel room where yeah. they have the the biggest panels yeah. are yeah, are Linda, right by Linda, us. Linda, Linda Blair's in there right now. Yeah. yeah. And when I walked up, I came up the escalator because the convention's all on the bottom floor. You have to come up two floors <laughs> to get to where we are. They had set up this barrier of tables and easels. Basically, like, no, it looked like you shouldn't move beyond this point. And I'm thinking, why have you done this? <laughs> they, they posted somebody there, too. Like, yeah, so she yeah, would just stare like at you <laughs> like, while you attempted it to come this way. It was like, oh, yeah. maybe we shouldn't come back this way. And there, there's the biggest like uh, panel room, right. the film festival, and us. And it, it, you're blocked. You're just like, nope, maybe you shouldn't, shouldn't come back here. But the whole Kane area where Kane the wrestler is just chilling, he's over there. And, you know, it's, it's really bizarre. I don't <laughs> know. Th- this, 
This Think event is great, and I'm having a lot of fun. A little, little, little organization. Think of it <laughs> as exclusive access. This is the VIP area. Exactly. That's what they were trying to get I, at. I don't I think, think that's what they were trying. Yeah. I think they were like, <laughs> we saw them broadcasting yesterday. If we, you know, <laughs> slow the traffic down, <laughs> they rerouted everybody. They actually built a staircase <laughs> on the other side. Well, they were mad at us, I think, because we like were picking on their prom kids that <laughs> we had prom. <laughs> they actually had a, a prom yeah. here last yeah. night in the in, this in the like same building. Yeah, yeah. 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 while Terracon was going on in uh, the middle over here, that big ballroom that's where that's where prom was and oh they had wow. the photo section set up <laughs> yeah, just 20 feet away 20 feet from yeah. us now and that would be the perfect <laughs> opportunity for anybody doing a carry cosplay to just slip into the prom <laughs> yeah and take advantage I, actually the first prom couple that walked in we actually thought they were cosplayers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they the the cops got really worried though they were just like terrified they there were cops and security guards and they're like oh man we don't want the terracon people Mixing in with the, with the prom with people, the prom people and, the, and the kids. And the, this cop was asking, he was like, how do I tell who's who? I'm like, you're asking us? Like, what? <laughs> the kids dressed up. They're for prom. <laughs> right. If they're Every in a tuxedo and a ball gown, yeah. they're if you, probably not here for terror. If you see Jason Voorhees <laughs> trying to go into the prom, you might want to stop. Because I don't think he bought a prom ticket. <laughs> I, saw a big, I saw Kane trying to get in. I saw Bane. I saw Miss Terracon in her thong walking in with the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the giant axe-wielding murderer. <laughs> More so importantly, really is she here today? She, oh, uh, she's she down is. there. I and she's wearing a thong. Excellent. Uh, I haven't seen her yet, but she has a new outfit for today. So very I'm hoping nice, that it nice. is a... Uh, I saw... I said hi to her on my way, and she's uh, actually... It's a very similar outfit. Yeah. It's it a tasteful, different design. Very tasteful. If you go down and see her, her table's literally right next door to Tony Moran. So oh, okay. Cool. Stop and she said hi. hi to me and then checked yeah. herself and said, uh, I have to keep checking to make sure my nipple isn't popping out. I can do that. I can check for her. Yeah, check for her. That's a yeah, good job. Tuck it back in there I'm, for I'm you. I'm hoping Tony, Mer- Tony oh, remembers easy. who I am. Easy. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> you're probably going to piss off her boy. <laughs> oh, is he a big, huge oxen man? Well, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if he's an oxen man. I think he was He was dressed like an insane clown or something. Oh, God. Is he a juggalo? Oh, well, so is Kane Hodder, so I, I can't say anything. Kane Hodder's a juggalo? He is a huge what juggalo. What the fuck? Wow. Seriously? Which, if you can imagine him in juggalo, that's terrifying. That's, yeah. He came by yesterday, and he put a snake on Chris O'Reilly's shoulder, and he's terrified of snakes. Oh, that's did he know that? Yeah. Oh, good. Because well, uh, Matt shouted at him. I was like, oh, you know who's afraid of snakes? This guy. Yeah. He walks back <laughs> over with his snake and just puts it on on Chris. <laughs> uh, everybody, if you can tell Kane Hodder that I'm afraid of snakes, because I would just love for that to happen. <laughs> okay. Not, but you have to scream awesome. like a little girl. Yeah. I'd, I'd, oh, that's you have a, to sell it. Like that's a much better bane absolutely. than we we were. Oh yeah, seriously. That's more detail in that bane. You want to talk to him? Frightened. I'm frightened. No, actually, I think that's th- that. You know who that is. That's the the one guy that was oh, here this yesterday. Was, this was Blade yesterday. Oh, oh, he was Blade yesterday. That's a functioning mask. Your mask. Yes, it's a very functional mask. Sounds like you're speaking through an intercom. I uh, actually am. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you look you look sharp today. I like Thank it. you. Yeah, that's a great Bane costume. Thank you. I made it myself. <laughs> you made that you yourself. Made the, yes, made wow, that's amazing. Myself. Oh, very cool. Oh. Huh. Well, good luck today. Are you gentlemen having fun? Yes, oh, we're yes. trying to. Are talking about interesting things? No. <laughs> we had a psychic reading earlier. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to try to. I'm going to go try to prove Dave Langhelio wrong. Uh, Terracon Film Festival, Terracon.net. The I mean, come out and hang out for the rest of the day if you're here. Film festivals on until five. The the tarot readings. Uh, thanks again to Sunny. Uh, it's uh, www.psychicsunny.com. 310-699-4348. Four, eight. We are the Lotus Cast, thelotuscast.com, at the Lotus Cast on Twitter. We'll be back soon. Man, all this kinds of exposure to radiation is making me thirsty. 
the lotus cast that maybe that's what makes me thirsty. Did everything just taste blue?
this is Sam Huntington. You're listening to Lotus Cast. And welcome back, everybody. Here on the Lotus Cast, broadcasting live from the Rhode Island Convention Center, beautiful Providence, Rhode Island, at the Terracon. Yeah, we don't want to forget, like last night, to announce <laughs> that we are broadcasting live from Terracon. You like that? Uh, yeah. We are outside the Terracon Film Festival, where I believe Provoked is playing right now. Provoked is playing right now. So if you are at the festival and you want to take a little break, you should come upstairs and uh, come watch Provoked. It's a, it's a good film. So we, had, we talked to the, uh, the two filmmakers, and they, they also were in the punk band yesterday, Sophie, Sophia Casciola, and the, other, the guy's name was Michael, right? Wait, who are you talking about? The the two movie people we had on yesterday. Oh, 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 for ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their movie was called Ten. I actually, after the show was over, I I watched that entire movie while it was playing. Mm-hmm. It it was pretty good. It was uh, it had like, um, that was that was the one that had the animated opening. It had yeah. a really good animated opening. Yeah, I didn't say for the whole part, but yeah, the animated opening was like incredible. Like they uh, they really farmed that out to like somebody good. They said and, um, but yeah, no, it was great the opening anyway. and their music was good too they ma- had a good soundtrack um like the the whole cast was female it was like a in a kind of and then there were none story mm-hmm. like where they they all get pulled into a house for some reason and then they start getting killed off what kind of like did they just all have like stereotypes like the characters the females like i heard one of them was like a sort of cheerleader type yeah one one was like a church girl like had a cross on and was dressed all conservatively one was like a crazy cheerleader another one was like a ditzy how do they all get together? Like, why are they all going to this house? Um, I think, like, it ended up, like, they were, like, government agents or something. And they, all of they were, like, brainwashed to play these stereotypes. Oh, and what? they were, like, being called back to meet up or something. Was that a twist ending? I think it was. I, I kind of I dozed off <laughs> at some points, I'll be honest. Because <laughs> it was a dark room. But I caught most of it. But the one thing that had me so mad, the one girl who was, uh, she was, like, a complete butch lesbian, uh-huh. like, and she had all these fucking lines that just ate under my skin. Like, she really pissed me off. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up and kill this girl already. <laughs> like, she couldn't die fast enough, and she was the only girl that survived through the whole movie. I was so mad. So out of the ten, the, like, one survivor is the butch lesbian who's, like, just really, really annoying. Yeah. And then, at, like, the last scene... What, I guess, like, before before they killed, like, all the girls, like, they'd always take their shirts off or something. Some of them were <laughs> naked after they got killed. Oh, so there was, like, a lot of good nudity, at least? There was some good nudity. One one girl had, like, some really, uh, some really two huge bombs that were pretty banging. I was actually surprised, because I had no idea that any of these films had nudity in it. And, like, I watched a handful of them yesterday, um, and, yeah, the d- boobs just pop out out of nowhere. Like, Hangar 18, we were talking about a little earlier. Uh, they flashed boobs for like two seconds and then like the rest of it is like it's really like James Baker and he's raping women but like yeah. <laughs> they're covered up like <laughs> why flash boobs for like two seconds and like not have them like at least topless like during the rape scenes like they, ju- they just found some uh, actor who was willing to yeah to get nudes like, for all oh, I do okay. like <laughs> they were boob doubles like when the boobs popped up like they weren't attached to a face like so it could have just been anything like they you know found video of boobs and like oh let's squeeze this in real quick there was one scene where, I, um, I forget what stereotype it was, but it was like, it might have been like the cheerleader girl. She was just going crazy, and she was just nude for like 10 minutes of the film, just like running around screaming and being completely naked. <laughs> it's it's weird because like sometimes like women will be like, women don't really act like that, but like hey, put yourself in that situation. Like you're being chased around, being murdered, and you're topless. Like you're really going to go around and be like, oh, I should cover up right now. <laughs> was she like grabbing her boobs as she run like to cover them oh, up? Oh, no. Right? She was like... 
like she was carrying on like she wasn't even completely naked. <laughs> well, I guess when you're at house full of women, like I mean, everyone's got boobs, right? Is that a big deal? Just let those girls out. I guess not. I mean, none none of the other girls that were uh, seeing her were reacting like I would. Like I would have <laughs> been like, hey, nice boobies there. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just another girl there, you would just compliment her on her boobs? <laughs> I'd be like, be like, what are you talking about? Why are you... Can we, can we need to have sex right now? <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, oh, the other thing. the uh, That lesbian girl that I wanted to die so bad. Yeah. she get like, naked? At the last scene in the movie, like, she was gonna be killed. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, she survived. And uh, she's just in her bra. And at the end, she just, like, lifts her arms up for some reason. And I'm... Oh, she had, like, these... Oh, disgusting. Just chock full of hair, armpits. Oh, no. And I just wanted to vomit right there. It's like, oh, <laughs> no. my God. No. Was it, like, natural, or was it, you, could you tell it was fake? Like, they had just, like, pasted those in. It looked pretty natural. Oh, like oh. That. How uncomfortable, like, unless she keeps it regularly, like, how uncomfortable must that have been to, like, grow those out? I felt like that, that girl probably lived day to day like that. Oh. Oh. I mean... Not not hating on anyone, but sh- you shave your head but grow out your armpit hair. Yeah, that's a. Is that the style in the lesbian world? I don't know. I mean, obviously, like when you see like these butch lesbians, like they don't. Yeah, I, I feel like I never see like the uh, the hair coming out of the armpit. Like if you watch Orange Is the New Black, they have like a butch lesbian on the show, but like she, other than the short haircut, like she doesn't have like hair all over the place. I don't know what it is about that either. I don't even I don't even mind hair. Like if a girl has a bush, like, yeah. I'll still go down on that. Like I don't, I don't care about the hair, down there anyway. But well, yeah, if, if anywhere I, else. If I, I see, mean, if I see armpit hair on a girl, it just oh oh hairy legs. I don't even mind hairy legs. Either. Really, that's okay. I mean, I, some girls have hairy arms. Like the if it's if like the if, forearms are hairy a little bit. If they're like a chimp, like with fur on their legs. I mean, yeah. that's kind of disturbing. But I mean, if it's just some hair, I don't really mind. <laughs> you draw the line at armpit hair. I don't know. It just turns my stomach. What about like? Taint hair, like in between the legs or something, like, <laughs> like, like a really <laughs> overgrown thicket. Yeah, yeah, like it just kind of navigates around like the vagina and like kind of approaching the asshole a little bit. Actually, now that you say that, asshole around there, I don't mind. But if it goes down the like the inside of the thigh, yeah, that's where I draw the line. That that needs a little bit of like <laughs> cleaning up, right? Like, if it's really thick, like the bush goes down the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be waxed. I feel like, have you ever watched, like, the 70s pornos, like, when they just get, like, the women out and, like, they're naked, they just, like, rip off their clothes and you're just like, whoa, there's a lot of hair everywhere. Where is this thing going? Like, you can't even see anything. Yeah. I'm, I, like, when I was a kid, like, I saw the old Playboys, like, was the first nudity I ever saw. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that, like, the vagina was separate from the hair. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, like, you're it just was like buried in the, the hair. hair. Yeah. It just gets buried. <laughs> you shove it inside the hair and the hair just wraps around it. Like an avatar, yeah. <laughs> they just, the hair just combines Mines together. together. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if you had a like a real hairy dick and got tangled in a hairy bush? Oh. And couldn't pull it out. I can't even imagine. <laughs> that sounds terrible and frightening. Did you watch any of the other films yesterday, or did, did you? Uh, uh, I watched uh, a bunch of the shorts. I stayed through the shorts. Uh, most of the features I didn't. I didn't sit through. Um, I'm trying to remember. I saw Hangar 18. What else was yesterday? I can pull up on my phone here. Um, like I said, Hangar 18 was interesting. Uh, Kate Carson had, um, like, in sensorium pictures, they had a, a very short short. It was, like, three minutes. It was, like, part of a scene almost. It was called The Body. Um, and 
that one was interesting just because like it wasn't really a story it was like she walked into a house and she was looking for a body and she's like you could there was like two lines of dialogue where she mentioned that she was a police officer and she walked into the house and it was at night um and there was just body on the ground that she didn't see and then she sort of navigates her way down to the basement and she's got like a flashlight and she's searching for it and then you can see the body has somehow moved to the basement and they they've done a good job on the makeup of the body like it looks like a cool little like dead sort of zombie thing that's just not moving and then all of a sudden it gets up and you can tell it makes a motion to go at Kate and then it just cuts to black and then that's like that's the end of it it was like two and a half three minutes long um but yeah it seemed like it was just like the start of a story and not much of a uh an actual story the creed I saw the creed yesterday excellent I don't know if you popped in for that one but I saw like a minute of it but I mean Matt's talked about it oh it was so funny like just the creed tickets like (laughs) following her around like it, it, honestly it was it was well made and uh well done like i really like that one kate uh kate and company are good at making those little shorts like the um the future um like the mad max future one we saw yeah that was good too yeah on their uh like just the little day. teasers that that clip off at the end i saw um villanelle which is uh, a feature movie um i didn't stay for i've seen it previously i didn't stay for it here at the Thing. That was pretty good. David Langell's actually in it. Did um, you see his part? Yeah, it's it's not very long, but like uh, he uh, he does have a little role in that. But the movie itself is excellent. Um, does he get I, naked? <laughs> David, <laughs> <laughs> you want to see that? <laughs> uh, I think he might in, get naked in one of the movies he's done. Actually, you, you probably have to ask him about it. I think he mentioned that he got naked in in another movie because sometimes he'll play like these little small like sort of extra roles. Wait, um, wait, wait. What do you mean small? Uh, yeah, every role. It's an extra it's small, small role. role. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I saw a Jordan short, um, or jo- I don't know if it was written by Jordan. Oh, uh, Murder Kills. Murder Kills, yeah. Uh, that one was interesting. <laughs> Jackie the Fabra Fabian was in it, and she's she's got a towel. Like, she's taking a shower in the movie. Like, it sort of starts off with her taking a shower, and uh, a murderer guy comes in. You can tell he's a murderer because he's got, like, a little butcher knife, and he's coming in. He's, like, snuck into her house and into her bathroom, and she's coming out of the shower. <laughs> what if he just wants to cut her meat? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what she wants to do, just cut her into meat. <laughs> um, but she she's she comes out of the shower. She wraps a towel around her. So you don't really – you kind of get little glimpses, like, but there's nothing – you know, you don't see her boobs or anything, but you get, like, maybe a little bit of side boob, a little bit of thigh while she's wrapping the, the towel around her. Uh, and the guy how'd comes you, in. How'd she look? Nice side boobs? Yeah, she's got, you know, a nice little... It, it, I feel like it was a couple years ago because she looks a, a little bit younger. Um, and, any nip slip? There's no nip slip, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was funny because, like, the guy comes in and goes to, to, to attack her. Um, and she notices him and she screams and she grabs, like, hairspray and blinds him and then runs out. And you're just thinking, like, oh, man, all right. She's starting to run and she's just got the towel around her. Like, somehow it's got to come off. <laughs> There's a whole, like, chase scene through the woods. Like, she just lives in the middle of the woods for no reason. <laughs> like, just this house exists in the middle of the woods. And you're thinking, like, she trips a few times. The towel is, like, glued to her. It's just not coming off. Like, nothing, nothing she does lets you see like anymore like even like it doesn't go like that far down her thigh it sounds really creepy as i'm <laughs> as i'm saying <laughs> oh, this out loud all. not <laughs> at all i'm sure jackie would appreciate it though but like she she trips a couple times and then she's like just taunting the attacker because he's like terrible he's like slow <laughs> and she trips him up um and then at one point he's like i'm just not gonna catch her so he throws his knife at her and it's like way <laughs> wide <laughs> she's like you suck at this kidnapping thing <laughs> 
And so as she's taunting him, he picks up a rock and just hits her in the head. <laughs> she just topples over. You're like, all right, maybe we'll see something here. Like the towel finally, like because she, she was gripping it tight. It's not it, even like a low angle where you can. No, it was get nothing. A upskirt. It was like a wide shot of her just collapsed on the ground, and she's just like pancaking down on the ground. And he comes over and he starts cheering that he's finally killed her. She's got, they zoom in at her face and she's got a big dent in the middle of her forehead from the rock. And he's like literally cheering about the fact that he just killed her. Like he's not made an examination to make sure that he's killed her. And then he starts calling on his phone that he's going to like brag to somebody that he killed her. And she wakes up and takes a stone and like hits him in the back of the head. And then he just wakes up and he's back at his house. Like he has just stumbled back to his home and he goes on to like a murderer anonymous thing <laughs> so he could get some help on how to kill people <laughs> really, can't, really just, just can't kill this girl in a towel yeah exactly <laughs> and so he's complaining about it we can't do it and so he gets some help the guy says all right fine and on the other line he, he says i'm gonna come to the house and i will help you kill her and he comes to the house and twist ending he kills the dude instead and that's where the the movie kind of just ends so um, he he kind of the murderer kind of made the mistake mm-hmm that Prince Oberyn did on Game of Thrones. Thrones. Exactly. He celebrated too much. <laughs> Without actually checking the fact that <laughs> his victim was dead. Let his opponent recover. I don't, well, I don't know why. Like, they didn't really explain why he was after Jackie. I mean, for the obvious reasons that Jackie was this young uh, girl. You know, he wanted to attack in the shower. But it was just like a funny... Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but the guy that played the murderer, he kind of had like a bozo look to him. He he's like bald on top and he had the hair coming out the sides and it was standing outwards. <laughs> like Larry <laughs> from the uh, Three Stooges? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just like his look. And he played it so goofy. Like he was so excited that he had like killed her with a rock. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we killed him! I hit her with a rock. <laughs> but yeah, oh, was it, that one was a good one. Um, trying to think, what else did I see? Hangar 18. I didn't stay for... Um, 10 like you said you explained 10 or uh, Dr. Frankenstein's Hungry Dead but uh, I was disappointed uh, they, were, they didn't have the Megadeth Hangar 18 song in Hangar 18 oh well, can't secure those rights <laughs> I'm, can yeah. you imagine how much money it would have cost to get that <laughs> probably would have taken <laughs> probably more than their budget so well, you, you uh, anything else from the film festival you want to mention uh, today actually I, um, during the psychic thing I stayed for um, uh, Ave Maria which, from Skip Shea who uh, we've been talking to for the last uh, couple days and he listens to the show So, oh yeah where is he I thought he was gonna I actually thought I think he's actually watching Provoked he said he wanted to see it oh okay but yesterday he mentioned how he was gonna come on the show today yeah I thought um, he was gonna be around yeah so I was kinda hoping he'd come over and, and talk a little bit about his short um, it's called Ave Maria and it's about a guy uh, like a priest um, who there's a bunch of people they're wearing these white masks and they're out in the woods and um, it's got a lot of, like, imagery from, like, Catholicism. They've got, like, a big cup. They've got a chair, like a wicker chair that they've hollowed out the middle where he sits on. And they, they get this priest over to the chair. Uh, wait, so a hollowed-out chair and yeah. a cup. Yeah. And <laughs> that they, sounds like a beginning to a, uh, like, a, like he's going to shit through the chair into the cup. Uh, that's not far off. Okay. <laughs> but, like, there's just these women, and they have these white masks on, so you can't really... It's kind of like the V for Vendetta mask without the, like, the um, the mustache or anything. It's just completely... Just like, like a, a white, white mask. mask. Yeah. Um, and they, they've got it on him, uh, and he's got, like, a ball gag in his mouth, and you can tell he's he's naked. You don't see, see anything, but, like, he gets it there, and then for some reason, like, Jamie uh, Tennille, she's standing there with a camera, and she's filming it. Uh, and you get to it, and they... There's one of the women with the white faces. She takes the little, like, these huge scissor things, and they just kind of see how he's in pain, 
and then they, there's a cup underneath him, <laughs> and you see blood and chunks falling <laughs> into the cup. And then they take the cup and they feed it back to the guy. And the whole time this is happening, you're hearing like a really old recording of Ave Maria, the song, and it's uh, sung by this. It sounds like a, a little kid, like a little boy, is singing it, and it's really sort of like a beautiful version of the song. And the whole time this is happening, they're they're playing it, and he's being fed his like genitals and his blood. <laughs> Then it cuts back. <laughs> like, what, the, was he enjoying it? No, well, the music ended. Did he like, have a right big there. smile on his face as he's slurping it down? <laughs> right as the music ends, they cut to black, and they come back, and he's like spitting out his blood. There's blood just shooting, shooting out of his <laughs> mouth. And then they take his clothes, like the little priest garbs, and then they throw it in the fire, and it's just burning. And I think a, you described uh, Dave Harvey's like Christmas. Like, oh, not Christmas, but like, that's what happens at his place all the time. <laughs> He just takes stuff and he burns it. Yeah. He's castrated somebody. He <laughs> takes their clothes and he burns it right. in a fire. That's what Dave Harvey does in his free time. And then there was a message on screen about how, like, they had taken, um, like, this is a huge honor in the Catholic Church. You you offer up your your son, your seven-year-old son, to be castrated so that his voice stays the same through, uh, you know, so that he can sing for the Pope. And the recording, as it turned out, was the kid, they had castrated him at seven. He was 40 years old when they made that recording, and he sounded like just a little boy still. Um, and it was just a, like a... He was 40, you said? Yeah, when they made the recording. Um, so it was, a, it was a very powerful sort of... Um, so that's what they they're making it, so he could sing it? Yeah. That's and why so they were cutting off his... Is that, is that an actual, like... Ri- yeah, it actually happens, yeah. That's fucked up. What I don't think wrong? they make him eat it, though. No, no, it, they didn't... What? This was <laughs> them getting retribution, like people like oh. evening the score on the priest, because... In the Catholic Church, obviously, priests, you, they well, don't see, get a I, lot of I trouble for this I, sort of thing. I really, I honestly don't know how people view religion so seriously. Like, they, they really are into them and, and, and follow them because that shit is, that's, that's so fucking weird. Like, that's just, and the, though every religion has that stupid shit that they do. Yeah. You know, and I, and people are, follow it so so strongly i don't understand uh, yeah i was kind of hoping skip would combine and uh explain it uh probably a little bit better than i did um but yeah he is uh, it almost over uh no he stayed for a provoke that that was um his film skip shay's film uh ave maria was a, a short it was um, funny because we met him yesterday he introduced himself and skip shay the realtor yes yes skip shay realty <laughs> produce maker of ave maria but uh <laughs> it is a hobby it's, it's a hobby his passion is actually realty like he He's a realtor. That's his main passion. But he actually makes movies professionally. So he his he he only really does it as a hobby, and he doesn't charge because he does it for the love <laughs> of just flipping houses. And you d- you just want to see the name Skip Shay on a sign right. in front of a house. So <laughs> Skip Shay, and you know that when you see that, like that's a quality property. <laughs> that's a, that's a name gonna, you can trust. You can Not only that, he's probably filmed his own tour rates. video, so you know it's going to be great as a professional filmmaker. But he he uh, he told us he goes to the Medway Starbucks every day and he asked us if we knew Brennan Kirby, aka BK <laughs> yeah. from the Lotus. <laughs> he did. Really? Wait, was he wow. here? Uh, who Skip Shay? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he his film was just before. Uh, oh, but did he sit down and talk? No, no, no. He oh, stayed, okay. he's in Provoked. I wanted him to come out and sort of explain his movie uh, a little bit because I'm I'm sure I did. Yeah, I'd justice. like to definitely talk with him. About um, but yeah, no, it was a great uh, a great short film. So what time does Provoked end? Uh, about two o'clock. Oh, so that's you about the time we have Lou Temple. Yeah. <laughs> I just went down there. We we waited in line for a very long time, um, as 
the, pay the, ten dollars. There's a lot of weird shit going on down there. Seriously, <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. Like everybody's just weird. There's a lot of weird people. That fucking uh, the people that sell the snakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing a business, dude. That everyone's got snakes. Who, if you come to a horror convention. With the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna buy some, some you know, toys. Look, it's uh, maybe an some impulse buy, right? You uh, see the, the snake, snake, and you're the like, snake you know is what? A, a I fucking want, impulse I want a fucking buy. Snake. Yeah. I would never want a snake because I always imagine them as like the snakes, like in Road Trip, where you just feed it a mouse. Like I could never feed it a, a live mouse and be like, all right, he, hopefully you enjoy this mouse. I'll come back <laughs> later when you've ingested it. <laughs> the, you know when you make um, too much potato salad for like a, a, a cookout? Yeah. That's the, the and you gotta to the you snake. gotta put it in a Tupperware. That's the Tupperware that all these snakes are in. Like they're just this shitty fucking Tupperware. See, now I even feel awful. Well, like a for hole them. stabbed in the top. For yeah, it's a yeah. couple holes, dude. <laughs> I, we were looking. This guy wanted to get a signature from from Lou Temple. He's waiting in line, and he's holding the not even properly. Like the it's it's a you know long Tupperware with the snake. He's holding it vertically, <laughs> <laughs> and the snake is just down. It's his face is just in the glass. It, he, I asked Charles, like, do you think? I think that that's what the snake envisioned. Like when it <laughs> when it finally breached the egg, <laughs> its little head came out. A little little serpent. Little, little, it, it did the. Do you think? <laughs> you think that's why it was like, oh man, this is great. And then they just <laughs> threw him in a fucking Tupperware. Well, do you think they caught it wild, or was they hatched in the the in cage already? Yeah, I don't know. He had right. shit on himself though. Uh, he had. Where else is he gonna shed? Of course. Yeah. That'd be great if Lou Temple had like a huge line at his table, and then you just pull him away no. well, <laughs> to come be on the was, show. That was the problem. And all these people just because we were standing there, other people saw like, oh, there's a table with a line, so they started coming over <laughs> and standing like so. Like we were creating the the demand, right? And and the guy that was next to him was also in The Walking Dead, right? And he, I think he was getting a little jealous because there was no one at his table. You guys should just and grab <laughs> one of the people that didn't have anybody. I know. <laughs> Make them feel a that's, little that's bit better about I'm their saying. day. I got nothing to talk to them about. Like, you I don't even really have anything to talk about Lou. Talk about with Lou. He's going to come by after his panel, though. His panel is uh, they're doing a Walking Dead panel. What, why didn't you g- grab uh, Black Rim? Bla- Black Rim? Yeah. Can <laughs> you go grab Kane? Kane? Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> at all. Was Lita Ford there? Could have got her? Lita Ford is down there somewhere. Could, you probably literally could have gotten anybody. Like There are plenty of people just sitting around. Oh, I could have. Yeah, I could have. <laughs> like instead, we you know, have nobody. You know and we're just talking about who we could have got. You know who I could have brought up here? Tony Moran. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you? Somebody <laughs> For the 40th time on the Lotus <laughs> Cast, Tony, Tony Moran. Count to I four. like how Charles uh, feels bad for the other celebrities <laughs> with nobody at their table. It's like, aw. I would no, feel no. bad. Like, like, what if you were that celebrity? You know? like, why are they all at his table? I'm in the same show. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, but everybody has their own like different degrees of, of popularity on the show. It's not like everybody's... But you would never walk up and buy something from them. Oh, God. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I felt like if I were one of those celebrities, I would feel bad charging you for my photo or for my autograph. Like, would, you, would you really feel bad? I don't think you would. Well, no, because if you look around, clearly one he of the reasons made, like, people aren't... While we were standing there, he easily made $60. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Lou Templeton. I mean, the guys next to him who oh. like maybe yeah, don't have no as money. much fame. Like I would just be like I'd be happy to talk to somebody not and because people are avoiding his no table. I don't, I don't yeah. think I don't think I, I'm sure they go through it a little bit, but I, I think they understand the business enough. I don't think you could be an actor in in Hollywood. Maybe you lower the price and, and you're like, okay, free photos, and once you get a line going, then you like you bait and switch, you start charging, charging people. people for it. Like, you know, <laughs> that's like, oh, because I feel like that's <laughs> the main deterrent. Like people are like, well, I wouldn't mind taking a photo with you because I do remember you from the show, but I'm not going to pay forty dollars for it. Right. No, it's like, only ten dollars for a picture with Luke. 
ten dollars. Well, I mean, no, no, but ten dollars an autograph. But maybe I only brought fifty bucks with me. I'm gonna get the five people I actually care about. You know. <laughs> but maybe, maybe you see, they see people waiting in line to meet Kane. They're like, all right, Kane's done. Now you can meet Butch Patrick from the Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. Do you think they're upset? They're not happy to meet Butch, Butch Patrick. <laughs> It's like the, yeah. I was looking on the website. That's the only thing he's credited for, and that was like the Munsters. fifty years ago. <laughs> he's still got a picture of him as a child. He's gonna be in his seventies. <laughs> well, it's it's like uh, Chrissy from Jaws. The Chrissy from Jaws is down there, and it's like I I remember that scene. Like that was one of those movies that you try to pause because you think you saw a little bit of like the outline of a nipple, <laughs> like because she gets nude and she jumps into the water, and you're like you kind of see her ass in the movie, and you're like oh man like. You, 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 something you but on VHS you got to pause it right something there. Something you, you pause and you Peace. jerk off to. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you have, have a seat if you want, we can talk about pausing movies and jerking off to scenes like Titanic and the nipple. <laughs> well, come on over and have a chat. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah like, we almost had a circle jerk. <laughs> um, like that was like that was one of those yeah, movies, and she's down there, and she's VHS though, because you get the line if you don't pause it. Well, that's right, why you, you, know, you pause and you, you unpause yeah, and you pause like until it, or you track, you do some yeah. tracking. Um, but uh, yeah, it's when you get the scratches on your video cassette. Chrissy was down, and she's incredibly like old. She's back in shape because Jaws came out in like seventy-two or something. How do th- I don't even know how old she was. Yeah, dude, you, the kids aren't the kids these days aren't gonna ever have to know what tracking is. Like that's. <laughs> Nobody will ever know what tracking is. <laughs> we are the last generation that will have experienced what tracking is, and nobody, nobody else has that. That's not. Nobody's gonna have to deal with putting the cassette tape into the cassette deck, the video and, and then the the, the tape inside, just like unspooling, and you have to fucking use the pencil. It's having a separate rewind <laughs> device because your regular yeah, VCR takes too long. The VHS rewinder, right? Or they try to sell them as like you'll break your VCR <laughs> if you rewind normally. Like it'll just ruin the heads, and you'll get less of a play quality. So buy my V, my VHS rewinder. But they're they're faster. I I liked the uh, I mean, when you wanted to make a mixtape, and it you had to like play all the songs. play all the songs <laughs> through. Yeah. Like you couldn't just like drag and yeah. drop a song, and you have your playlist. You had to play the song while in a, in one of a dual deck. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. one of those yeah. radios. Yeah, recorded. Uh, you hit record, box. yeah, and you fucking play. And you had to wait for that song to finish. And then stop and rewind. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh track. shit, I got a little Fade bit of that in. other song, the second yeah. song in this. I got to rewind it a little bit. <laughs> I remember I wore out my Return of the Jedi tape looking for the uh, the nipple slip on Jabba's, uh, uh, her dancer. Yep. Did oh, yeah, yeah, it? definitely. The Twi'lek. Did you find it? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, she's all painted up, so. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Do you know any of these people? Did you I meet these people downstairs? Are they just saying hi? Oh, that's yeah. a, that's the guy from uh, from the the Rhode Island Terracon. Oh. <laughs> They're all <laughs> from, from Rhode Island Terracon. Yeah, we need we need a sign. Over our table. We I do. Was saying that, yeah. We do. So the Lotus Cast. Uh, I'll just. Uh, it'll be a vocal sign. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Ling Helio might be right. Lou Temple might blow us off. Yeah, I think there's a separate entrance to. The yeah. the room. How many times have we done this? Like we've gone to a convention and like, oh yeah, we'll get an interview with you, and then they just never show up. And every then, time, yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> every time. There's, there's, yeah, there's every time that we, happens. We might need to pay for these interviews. 
you pay for the interview. Yeah. yeah. Pretty soon, that's probably something that'll happen. They will start charging for interviews. You want us to interview you for your podcast? Seventy-five dollars. Well, we, we sometimes luck out and we'll get a celebrity like Sam Huntington or Tony Moran. Yeah. Tony Moran. <laughs> Tony Moran. <laughs> then three more. Dude, I I walked over by that that cane line, the the line of people to go <laughs> yeah. meet Kane the wrestler. There was there's not one person over there that's ever had sex before. Like <laughs> they're just fat, <laughs> awful people. Did you know Kane is, has grandkids? Does he? Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm, I'm sure he's got a normal life outside of his mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't he have grandkids? Wasn't it, wasn't his original storyline? He was born from hell or something <clears throat> like. Um, he was the Undertaker's half brother who. <laughs> <laughs> I think his parents own owned the uh, funeral home. Right. Paul Paul Bear worked as a Paul Bear in the funeral <laughs> home, <laughs> and he had a, he had an affair with the Undertaker's mother. That's awesome. We had, Adam told us a little bit uh, at the start of the show, like what Kane was doing. Like apparently he had sex with his like dead oh. girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I remember. Uh, he like those. got in a he was going to the prom and he got in a car accident with her. And oh right, right, right. <laughs> she died and he. <laughs> Sex with her? Did they cast her, or they just like that was a story you just told? Like, j- was there a, a oh no, a girlfriend that they showed on screen? N- no, I don't think they have. They ever had any actress or anything, but they did have the mannequin that they reenacted the scene with. <laughs> so the people are, are filing in for the. Uh, this must be a popular. The Walking Dead panel. You guys going to the Walking Dead panel? Good luck. <laughs> this is the They're Walking zombies. Dead going by. <laughs> I love that everybody just pointedly ignores us. They, like, we're directly in front of them. They just, just stare at the wall. I know. We should move the table out a little bit just to block the path. <laughs> like you just literally need door. to walk by yeah, us. Yeah, you have to sit down and put the headphones on in order to get admission into uh, into the Walking Dead panel. Some of these panels, man, like I, I, I was happy when we went to the Pop Culture Expo because they were so small yeah. that it was almost like a, a conversation that you could have with the person in the panel. Oh, yeah, the but Ernie Hudson thing? Because yeah. there was like maybe like 20, 30 people in there. Like I, it was so that I wouldn't even say 30. I, I would maybe say 20. But yeah. it, was, it, but it was, was so intimate, Like, and everybody got a chance at a question. And like here, I feel like you know there's yeah. so many people. Like you Well, and it, 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 I, I feel like sometimes the... The thing is that that ruins it is you get somebody that asks a question that's just a dull question. Like yeah. that guy yesterday in the uh, horror icon. What's your favorite? What's your favorite movie? horror movie? Like these are ridiculous, awful questions. <laughs> like why are you asking th- love, this question? I love his face after he asks it. <laughs> He's just like pertinently waiting. Like his eyes just went up. <laughs> his <laughs> dead eyes. <laughs> like is it the same eyes. horror movie that I like? You have to know. Like oh, this celebrity. Yeah, but I'd say like do. you're nice. waiting. You love I've these guys the so much, choice. and you've you've paid money to come to this convention, and you've waited so long to meet them. And your one question for them is, "What's your favorite horror movie?" Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna get another question. There's too many people <laughs> in the room. Exactly, like they move on from you, and I guess I guess they're just <laughs> okay, hoping. Okay, well, well, what would your question be? What's I don't know. Question? I mean, I, I'm so not a maybe, huge horror fan. Maybe but when like, you when you come up and you're like, but oh I, shit, I think it's my turn, and I didn't think of a question. And well, you like, didn't oh, have to have my, a turn. There are so yeah. many people in the room. Uh, well, no, that's but, the I mean, thing. You want to talk to them, but you don't know what about. What happens though? Get nervous and. It was just a favorite horror movie. Right? But the, That's how it happened. But there was other terrible questions, so. too. They're all terrible questions. But uh. the, the thing is, they waste time because he asks that, and the entire panel now has to comment on what their favorite horror film is. 
And you could just you that, could, that just waste time. That could have been just used. waste yeah. so much time that, that you know. or like really obvious more. answers. Like one guy who asked, like, why why wasn't Jason Voorhees and Mike Myers together? Right, in the movie? right. Like, I mean, obviously because they're owed by different people. Like, they're not going to come together. The, the people are just dumb. Like the NC. Well, Freddie and Jason Freddy came together. Well, that's because well, they were yeah. owned by New Line Cinema. Like New Line no, Cinema. No, they're separate. No, the, uh, uh, Jason was Paramount, and then New Line ended up owning both the rights to both. So that's why they came together for one movie. Like New Line Cinemas put that out because they eventually owned the rights to Jason. That'll be so. that can could have been a question then. Why doesn't New Line buy the rights <laughs> to Michael Myers <laughs> yes. yeah. to make a Freddy versus Jason versus Michael? I wonder how much that that price is. So the Michael Myers price. Although they haven't done a Michael, is it because now that they haven't done a Michael Myers movie that they've lost the right rights to it? And uh, sometimes if you haven't made one in a long time, then the the rights sort of expire. Yeah. Um, or like when you buy the rights, it's only for like ten years or something. The last, uh, the last Michael Myers movie was H two O, right? I think so. With yeah, isn't Rob Zombie doing another one? Oh, that's right. Uh, okay, I forgot about I forgot about the Rob Zombie remake. So that's what <laughs> that's what kept kept it alive. Uh, I forgot all about this. <laughs> so there it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Did you guys check out the uh, Magic the Gathering room at all? Yeah. Like you know what? Um, I walked in there. I, I used to. You you played Magic. I've never played. You've never played. I played it a little bit when I was I younger. Played Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played a little bit when I was younger. Um, you know, I had my decks that I that I played with, and we w- we would did local tournaments at uh, a comic store, and I, I wasn't obsessed or anything, but like it was something fun to play. I couldn't believe how serious it was down Dude, there. Dude, th- that room is that's a sad room. That room. Honestly, I think what happened was when Kane was announced, that room came and waited in line. <laughs> <laughs> and after they got their picture with Kane, they went back into the Magic the Gathering I room. actually had to take a couple pictures in there yesterday. I took Are a you picture. To? I didn't read the sign, but it had a big like photography, like videography warning. Like, you, right. were you supposed to? I don't know. I don't oh, know. I Lou Temple's one. about to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be a guest again? I took a picture of one table that had, it was like two f- really fat guys in sweatpants. A really old guy who must have been like 65, and this kid that was like, must have been like eight years old, and he was real thin and sickly. Yeah. And like no one gives him the time of day in school, and I'm like these. But to be this fair, is a group of friends. If you're gonna be there all day playing Magic the Gathering, you want to be as comfortable as possible. You're gonna come in sweatpants. Well, yeah. <laughs> I always come in my sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come in your sweatpants at home, and then maybe come here when you've won Magic the Gathering. The yeah, the, um, there, there was the, it was all dudes. Like I think there was a couple of girls like in there. Nine hundred girls, I think I saw two girls. Yeah. Um, nine hundred dudes, I think I saw two girls. I like the new cards, business cards. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so actually, a couple of people came up to us like during the break to ask about the show, and I'm like, "Where are those stupid flyers? I don't even know where they went. They're in my back pocket. How many did you guys print out <laughs> flyers? Huh? I have over five hundred flyers for the uh, film festival <laughs> <laughs> for the Ordnance Award. We didn't print out that many. We went to like uh, Hannaford and like literally printed out forty sheets. And each one had like four on them. Yeah, that's what we did. 120 pages with five. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> belts on each page. But there was there was actually a featured Magic the Gathering table that had like cameras mounted over it, and there was a, oh, yeah, a yeah. commentary team that were watching the cameras yeah. and like comment commentating on a card the, game. The thing that I didn't understand, and I didn't I didn't realize this was a thing, um, where they laminate the cards, because like there was a red deck and a, a blue deck. Uh, on each team, I guess they were they're no, competitor the cards? No, different tables had different colors, but like the one that we stopped at was red and blue. Oh, there and were different th- colors? Yeah, because the next table had like green and something else. Yeah, and they, they were, I, I don't know, I don't know how the tournaments work, I don't know how they're played out, but it's sad. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess they do it so it's like easier to move uh, and, and easier to conceal like what may be on the card. 
so people don't Probably know. So they don't get damaged too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know how they end up laminating and what they that process is like. I it, think they sell like sleeves that just another thing to sell to them. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, those. What those do you mean by them? Them. <laughs> <laughs> those people. They're they're very very. I don't even know how it works. Like if you decided you were going to come today, like did you have to pre-register so that you would have a spot at some table to play? Uh, or can you just walk in? <laughs> They had the one vendor. They had the one vendor table that sold all the cards, but then every, it seemed like all the other tables were. It's were a whole playing. world that I don't understand. Maybe, maybe mean, yeah. there was a seating. Aren't some cards maybe. like over hundreds of dollars? Oh, oh, oh yeah, there's a lot of some rare numbers. collectors. I mean, Magic the Gathering's been around for a very long time. It's, I, th- I believe it's like when I was a kid. Is when uh-huh. some like, of them weren't bad. Like we were looking through it, and like some of them were like two bucks, five bucks, or something. And I'm thinking, like, if you really wanted some of these, like, you could just spend twenty bucks and get like you know ten cards. How many cards you need to play, or is it called playing? Cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a deck of sixty cards, I no, believe. You have to say compete, compete. <laughs> <laughs> is there a championship belt? <laughs> yeah, I saw one guy in the game. It's I a seventy-two inch belt. waist. Yeah. <laughs> championship belt. <laughs> it was one guy in I don't know in the line for Kane with seven belts over his shoulder. Seven, like, the, you know, I, like the full ones. Right, right. I'm, yeah. I'm sure those are, each belt is a belt that Kane has had in his career, <laughs> and he wanted a signature <laughs> on each one. It was crazy. Dude, the, yeah, I, those are like 300 bucks for, like, the, the, the jet the, belts. The collectors and stuff, like, I, I, I've never been one to just, like, oh, I need to collect all of this stuff. I've never understood, too, because, like, you have to pay to get into conventions. So just for the babies. privilege <laughs> of buying from one of those vendors, you've got to pay right. anywhere from, like, you know, 50 to 150 bucks for the weekend just to come in and be like, all right, I want to spend $300 on this action figure. Yeah. My I, favorite was the vendor who's selling all the knives and machetes and, like, hatchets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you go through security, make sure you don't have any weapons, and you just go in and buy an, <laughs> buy an axe and go <laughs> killing people. <laughs> they had that at the anime convention. They had, like, a check your anime weapons table yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh. they could scan it and make sure there was nothing real inside of it. And buy a machete. <laughs> I go inside and buy, like, a katana. Well, you know? uh, yesterday, didn't, I think we talked to somebody, and they were like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited. I'm going to go buy a knife. I'm like, why, why did you fucking... There's online, yeah. everything is there. Why did you come to this convention to buy a ticket and then come in and, and buy a fucking knife for a machete? The sign outside Magic the Gathering Championship matches that you can't bring fireworks in? Oh, yeah. Like, was there a past <laughs> event to <laughs> <where people laughs> line fireworks off? <laughs> just... Share it. Oh well, no, you gotta. They knew Kane was gonna right. be here. Yeah, behind yeah, every <laughs> sign is a story. Well, exactly. Yeah, behind every dumb policy, there's you know somebody that I did something in the Well, I, I you know like those people, the they're all they're victims of being bullied. So I'm <laughs> I sure see some guy can just finish and move card and like his own pyro. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure what happened is some guys were like. Some, some bullies. They rode up on their bikes <laughs> with magic cards in the spokes. <laughs> like re- the rare ones that they stole, beat up from some kid in the parking lot. And them. <laughs> Scrolled in. <laughs> Just threw in a bunch of cherry bombs. <laughs> then they called all the queers and rode off. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened. Yes. <laughs> that happened last year. That's this, I believe this, this that roar the Hulu <laughs> Temple interview. Sorry, we, we, we'll no longer know how fireworks and the Magic <laughs> the Gathering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You should ask about what was there a firework problem this year? What <laughs> yeah. did the sign handle it? <laughs> the sign. <laughs> People saw the sign. I think they, th- they thought better of it before they brought them in. 
like the weapons table. You think there's a firework table inside? <laughs> Check your fireworks. I'll just buy my fireworks inside. Yeah, don't worry. At the end of the <laughs> Oh, the knife table? <laughs> they weren't just any knife. It was, it was like a knife with a handle painted green, and it was labeled like the official zombie apocalypse <laughs> survival <laughs> knife. Of course it is. Of course. How many people are duped into we that? Oh, it's official. <laughs> oh, we should get that for Dead Bony. It's yes. green. It's green. It's for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but when you buy How it, much you was the knife? Did you see the price? I think it was like 45 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. I want to go down. That's cheaper than buying some of the action figures, actually. Like, if you wanted a Ninja Turtle action figure, it's $80. Was it a super rare one, though? I don't know. They're all $80. <laughs> I, I actually I, I thought about bringing my, my uh, kitchen knife set just to see if I could sell it. <laughs> Paint it green. Yeah. I was going to call it the, uh, the Dragon Slayer set. <laughs> go, go up to the vendor and uh, say, oh, I just got a bread maker. Do you have a good bread knife? I'm like, I'm a, I want to carve it cleanly. <laughs> if a zombie bread knife, an official. That's what we should do. We should go over to uh, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond and just buy a bunch of shit, <laughs> paint it green, come back in. This is the official zombie pizza maker. <laughs> just undercut him? <laughs> this is the official zombie uh, zombie universal remote control. <laughs> oh, I did. there's a CW booth down there. Uh, yeah. And they're, the play, they're playing the Flash pilot that's not, not going to air until like September. Can you, steal their DVD of it? <laughs> Well, if I they have a DVD, then there must be a torrent of it Wait, somewhere that no, you can get. No, but you could just use your phone and film it, and then yeah, it's like a screener. What, yeah, time, like, what time are they showing yeah. The Flash? You, there's no way you'll be able to hear it. Like it's, They're not going to play it loud. That's true. I think they show like every two hours. Oh, they show the actual thing every two hours? Well, when we went down there yesterday, it was like, mm. what, at like 4.30, 5 o'clock? Their last showing of it was at 2. Yeah. Like They didn't air it later in the day. But they wanted you for their promos. They had a little screen set up, like you could say, like, "Oh, oh okay. look how great the Arrow is! I can't wait till September. Yeah. I'll watch it on CW 27." I bet they you were could like, "Be famous, you I could do it." You I could bet they told people, people on to be TV? Like, "Hey, no, I told you we went like hours after their last one." I, I almost guarantee what they've done is at one point they just show on the screen a photo of a bunch of aborted fetuses, <laughs> and everybody goes, <gasps> and then they, <laughs> they post that at the promo. Joe, do a promo and be like, I can't wait for The Flash. I'll watch it on <laughs> utorrent.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slip in the lotuscast.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is fun. This is fun, guys. This is so great. So Lou's coming in 15 minutes? Uh, hopefully. Do you I have don't to know. track him down? Well, no, but we don't know how long the panel goes. So you want me to try to grab Skip better. Shay? Yeah, actually, Provoked is ending in a couple minutes. If you can grab Skip Shay, because I have to switch it to... Skip Shay, professional realtor. Bridgewater Triangle. Was that next? Is the next movie. It's uh, the last movie at the film festival. Why did they do all the features today? They didn't. There was four features yesterday. How many features are today? Two. Somebody waved to us? Yeah. Who? That woman over there in the... No, we didn't want our she thinks you're cute, Charles. That could be your, <laughs> the girl that you meet. <laughs> I know every Charles, girl you run well, into now. I kind of heard well, the end of this, but like, are you going to be sad that the girl comes after you've gotten all the money? No. What, why? Because then they could be a gold digger. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. probably. I mean, all the hookers are going to go. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, so there is money. Well, you I know. mean, hypothetically, <laughs> I mean, she told me. She, she told said me there was, was more coming his way. Yeah. Yeah. She told me That's there was money. So, you know, I'm going <laughs> to fall in love with a hooker by the end of the year. Oh, you're going to fall in love with uh, uh, Julia Roberts? <laughs> oh, pretty woman. Yeah, you could be like Tyrion Lannister and keep her in your, yeah. in your quarters. There you go. Yeah. How come none of the hookers do look like Julia Roberts, though? You need a high-class one, like the one yeah. that senators, you know, right. have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like expensive. In, uh, yeah. 
Well, I mean, um, get a thousand bucks Charles is getting all the money, so yeah. he'll, he'll be able to afford she the discretion. Told me, she told me I'm going to get lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And hookers. These apparently. conventions, man, these are, these are something else. Just that guy. This girl's wearing an R2-D2 dress. You should invite her over, Adam. Invite her and her boyfriend to sit down. <laughs> we'll talk about the R2-D2 dress. We should stage a stunt out here that makes okay. all the people from the panel come out. And nothing else going on. Nice R2-D2 dress. No, not bad. She ignored you. She didn't even look this way, like when she walked no, by. Your vagina's it. fat. <laughs> oh. I don't think we're going to be invited back to do this again next year. You don't year. think so? <laughs> They're going to listen to this and be like, no this is why we had them in the back order. Right. Like, this is why nobody, <laughs> nobody well, should have I mean, only The this. show only devolved to this because we are in the back corner. Right. You know, oh. Yeah, yeah if we had more guests. Skip Shay. Skip, Skip Shay Realty. Hey. <laughs> uh, do you want to pee first? You can pee first and come back. All right, go pee. We'll, we'll handle it. We'll, we'll man the station right until here. then. <laughs> I do want to talk with Skip because I, I saw a short, but I have to go switch out uh, Provoked. Cause it's all right, you go switch out Provoked. We'll keep, we'll keep Skip at bay. T- tell me all your questions before you go, and I'll ask them for you. <laughs> What's your favorite horror movie? That's what I'll start with. <laughs> so you're going to start with that one? Uh, I don't understand why people ask awful questions. Like, th- just... Uh, what are some awful questions we can ask oh my, Skip? Oh, my God. What's your favorite color? Do you, mm-hmm. Do you see that? Did, yeah. Did you did you enjoy your flight out here? Did that, you? Uh, that that shirt is completely see-through. <laughs> <laughs> that is the. Do you think she realizes? This is the fattest, <laughs> ugliest woman I've ever seen in my life. Wearing a see-through shirt. Fat, ugly old woman wearing a see-through shirt. Look, God. You know, it's walking towards the panel with a black boy. Why did you have to point out his color? Just uh-huh. making sure that you're painting <laughs> that visual. <laughs> so people can imagine it <laughs> listening at home. Um, yeah, I don't understand the just the horrible questions that people love to ask. Um, when they get into these panels are, are just like, yeah, that's that's your here's your time to find out anything that you want about. You know. I hear you're in realty. Um, how, how do you evaluate the price <laughs> of homes? Exactly. Like, oh, what's your rent like? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid question. That's not a stupid question. It's it a great, like, fountain of knowledge over there. It's a realtor. I want to know how much I should spend on my house. When you sell houses, <laughs> what's your favorite house? What's your favorite kind of house yeah. to sell? Do you stage the homes that you, you sell? You stage them. Yeah. We got Skip Shea. He's back from his leak. He had to drain the lizard. You know, in Kentucky, uh, you can put those headphones on and, and just uh, actually. Okay, just want to make sure the mic was on. Because I could have just had you talking to it. In Kentucky, when uh, when you have to go to the bathroom, uh, a common phrase is, "I got to go see a man about a horse." That's uh, a. Why would that even make sense? Yeah, that's a good question, and I've posed that question because I'd like to know why. Could you actually just talk into the mic a little bit? What, yeah. What is what does a horse have to do with peeing? Um, the only thing that I I came up with is before horses race, they have to do a drug test on them. So you train your horse by whistling. You whistle, and then the horse will drop his member, his penis, and then pee. <laughs> and then they test the urine to see if the, the horse is on drugs. So the only thing I think is maybe it's somehow horse race related so that they go. It would because I've often said I've had to piss like a racehorse. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. I they think do have a strong strong flow. The, oh, man, do they? Th- thank <laughs> you. I'm... I'll take your word for it. 
And, I, and I'm not saying you don't have a strong point. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm Irish. No offense. <laughs> Odds are I don't. <laughs> Skip, uh, you, you had your short premiere here at the... Uh, or was it, it, was, it didn't premiere. No, no, just screened here. Just screened here at the film festival. Uh, how did you think the reception was? Well, it, it generated some conversation afterwards. And uh, that's yeah, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to see it, but Joe said he watched it. And he said that... Uh, He's got some questions. Okay. I, did, I asked about the questions afterwards. You already talked to him? Yeah. He was well, at the screening. What? Why well, would, why now I want to hear them. Yeah. Now it's going to feel now weird. Now we don't need to talk about it at all. We yeah. just skip right. to the next topic. No, it was, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. That's was a great conversation. <laughs> no, yeah, it was Skip. <laughs> Skip, tell us, uh, what's the best way to flip a house? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, you should describe the movie because I, I tried to describe it a little bit earlier. I'm sure it sounds better coming from you. It's basically, um, I, I took the song Ave Maria, uh, not Ave Marie, Ave Maria. I Ave tried Maria. to correct because I knew you how it did. was pronounced. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I have to say this. Uh, I found it very refreshing that he didn't. Um, and that was very cool to me. That some, some people said to me, hey, are you going to tell him how to say that properly? And I'm like, no, this is great. He doesn't get the Catholic thing. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I didn't. Um, but... In 1904, Alessandro Morsecchi recorded a version of Ave Maria. Um, and But when he, he was around, I, I don't know if I said this, he was around 40 years old in 1904, but in, when he was seven, he was castrated to have a soprano voice and sing for the Pope in the Basilica. And this, this was an actual recording mm-hmm. of his voice that I used in the movie, singing it. So you're hearing a guy who has no testicles sing yeah. the song. Um, and the church used to do this all the time. It was commonplace, and uh, you know, people thought it was an honor. And that's just completely messed up to me. So I basically had women, uh, because with the church being a patriarchy, uh, I used matriarchs bringing a guy into the woods because the church is you know big structure and yeah. kind of went against the pagan thing. Um, and they castrate a guy, and then they force him to ingest his his, yes. his own body and blood. Um, right, right. Well, it's a, you should. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, if why not? You got to do something with it. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to just throw it on. another in 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 Kentucky after you castrate a horse. This is very common. For good luck, you throw the testicles up on the roof of the barn. <laughs> I'm not joking. So that so I should have thrown them up on the roof of a church. There you go. Damn it. That's a, uh, next time. Next time. The next sequel. The sequel. So, but it was more like like um. Like to to balance the ledger. Okay, you did this to kids. Now we're going to do it to a priest because okay. the guy was a priest. Yeah. See, I, I'm not. I don't have a lot of familiar familiar. Yeah. I'm not, not familiar, familiar with. <laughs> I'm not familiar with uh, the whole Catholic religion. Like it, in Kentucky, it's all Southern Baptist, um, which you know has its own quirks and craziness to it. Are you raised Catholic? I, I yes. Yes. Are you a Are you a follower? You. You, no, you've lost your way. You've lost. No, no, no. I, I found my way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lost before. Um, no, not, not to you know. You'll only offend Adam. I, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I hope I he hope. only he goes every Christmas and Easter. Hey, he's <laughs> just just because I'm a child molester doesn't mean I'll be offended. <laughs> well, that, that's that's um. Not, not to bring everything down. That's I, I am one of those statistics. I'm a survivor of clergy sexual oh, wow. abuse. Jeez. So I use movies to, to poke and prod them as much yeah, as yeah, I yeah. possibly can. The, the, the Catholic religion it definitely has a lot of uh, blemishes. A lot of, a lot of that. <laughs> on, well, you know, it's funny. That, that's days. when people were going, oh, I can't believe they would do this to right, kids. Right. I'm like, really? They used to castrate them. How, how can you not yeah, think yeah. that this would happen? I, I have a, I, it, it always strikes me weird, especially in 
religious uh, religions like Catholicism, where like they're doing this shit and people are are just so in like they they believe it they follow it a hundred percent and they don't even question like there's no they question don't. of like you know what maybe maybe this is a bad idea maybe you know like we should really look into this or just it's it always strikes me so weird they just completely on faith you know we're gonna get into the the pearly gates and everything's gonna be perfect well that's the what they would say is bad about you that you have no faith yeah. well obviously yeah. From it's myself. like the the people in Scientology who get brainwashed. That, right. You know, brainwashed, right. It's, it's, it's very yeah. cultish. This yeah. is very cultish. So it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I just don't understand. Like, uh, and I mean, you know, I lost my faith when I was a young lad. And, uh, you know, just... I'm not saying, like, religion is terrible, though. It I is. I feel like there's a lot of positive aspects to it, but I feel like it just gets overshadowed by, like, the, the sort of cultish behavior that, yeah. you know... Like the the castration or the sexual abuse. That's not something they hidden. practice anymore, yeah. right? The, 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 the castration? Yeah. No, no people frown on it now. People <laughs> frown on it. I wonder what happened. I wonder at what point. What was the turning point? I th- honestly, I think it was when the, these guys were able to record their voices because yeah, yeah. it's really creepy. Yeah, when you hear it, you go, "Really? That's you lost your nuts for that? Yeah. That's not that." Well, good. I wasn't even sure, like, because I, maybe I missed the, the title card, but like, you said it was recorded when he was forty. Uh, and it sounded like he was still a kid. Like yeah, he yeah. had he had, a, but but not but not a very pretty voice. So it yeah. wasn't like a soprano right. that you would expect. It was it's just like creepy, awful. eerie. Yeah. <laughs> so the poor poor guy. So I'm pretty sure that they just went right from that to raping children. Okay, we can we'll do this <laughs> then. <laughs> I heard, I heard well, when one door closes, another <laughs> right, that's yes, right. yes. <laughs> but you also said that um, that forty percent of them were girls. Were girls? Were girls yeah, yeah, that's that's um. Oh, this we're going right down a real depressing road. But yeah, you know, it, it, a lot of the media here, it, it's been portrayed that it's just little boys, but it's forty uh, percent of the victims are girls. Yeah, Those it's Catholics. children. It's children. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about the? Uh, what are your thoughts on the new pope? Like he seems to be, you know, trying He's, to yeah. <laughs> trying to you know build build that Catholic community back up. He's, he is building it back up. But there, there's a, that was part of the discussion after the film too. Um, he uh, he actually hired a PR guy who worked for Fox News. The guy's last name is Burke. Oh, and uh, nothing nothing has changed. He's just saying the right things. Right. For instance, there was a uh, the Italian. It's pathetic that I know all this stuff, but I do. But the Italian bishops conference just had a meeting, and and they all the bishops conference they convene once a year and they come up with new ideas. And in Italy, they came out and said, you know what? When there is a crime, when we abuse kids, we don't really feel the need to report it to civil authorities. Yeah. So we're not going to. So they actually said that publicly after the <laughs> meeting in Italy, where the Pope is, and nothing, yeah. no one said, that's a bad idea. That's not a good idea. <laughs> you, you really should report this to the Pope. Well, you can't say that's a bad idea. Probably just because like, nobody was watching, nobody cared. <laughs> no, but I read this in the paper. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this stuff is reported. It's, that's the crazy thing. He, here, like, like in, in Ireland and Australia, um, when all the files were released, they're like, what? I- Ireland, I- the Irish Catholic, and they literally closed the embassy to the Vatican saying, fuck you, you did all this to our kids. Yeah. We're done with you. And they did the same thing in Australia. And here, you know, we have our president, you know, taking pictures, right. photo well, but, up but with the Pope. But he's so humble. He, like, he carries his own luggage. He didn't stay <laughs> in the fancy thing. He doesn't, like, how could he be doing anything bad? He's so I humble. I know. I mean, the, look, the, the humility saint, of, clearly. Of, he, the, you know, he sleeps in the, the lower room in the castle, right? right? right, right oh, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you always hear about him doing something like, oh, he, he snuck out last night and went and fed the poor. Just yeah, <laughs> really, I know. <laughs> just uh, the cameraman just happened to be there. Well, just to snap one photo. Yeah. Was, uh, I wonder like how many secrets are locked away in the Vatican. Well, that, that's the, this is literally the, the, 
arrogance, but this is almost this is comedic. They literally, when in in courts here, they said, you know, here are all the files, and then the the one lawyer and the judge would say, no, no, we want the secret files. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. And they actually <laughs> call them the secret files. <laughs> here they are. Yeah. Like well, that's not a secret. Yeah. I mean, right. Right. So they keep everything. But, but they their own. They country, have like a so like a humongous like underground library like built underneath the Vatican that's like. Yeah, we saw with it like in thick um, walls and the Tom Hanks movie. Oh. <laughs> Dan Brown, <laughs> Angels and Demons. Yeah, yeah, Angels and Demons. They were in it. Wait, was that the prequel or sequel to Da Vinci's Code? That was the prequel. Oh, okay, bookwise, but it yeah, it was first. Yeah. So what, I was mad at the end of that one because yeah. he, he saved the Vatican. When, when did I said, you blow it up? <laughs> yes, yeah, set, set it ablaze. <laughs> when when did you lose your faith in? Uh, like w- at what point? What was the the? I'd moment? say the second penis probably. <laughs> 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 and you said Jesus Christ. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, you lost your your faith. Like you weren't following it after the. I I, I, uh, I you know this, I was a, like a raging drunk. Um, all the residual effects of this stuff. And, yeah. Um, so I tried, but I was angry, and you know it didn't. didn't right. w- it didn't work. It didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, organized religion. Any religion. Really. Disorganized religion. Uh, it's Those all are much better. I have religion. my own, like the Church of Skip, and it's great. I don't hurt anybody. Yeah, you, just, you sell houses. <laughs> I, I give them away <laughs> to the poor. Away? To the poor. I know. We were thinking, <laughs> oh, when you see the the sign out front, you you the the Skip Shades, a name you can trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that is that tax free? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if the church would agree. <laughs> I wouldn't agree. No, no, I'm I'm a thorn. What uh, what are you doing with the film? Like, what are you doing? Well, the, this was the the. I, to, to do shorts, I, I think it's just a way to create a calling card to then hopefully yeah. get onto a feature. And this is the second horror one, uh, and I specifically did the, the festival circuit with this. And I also wanted to sh- do um, international festivals because just to show to whoever producers, hey, look, I, sure. the foreign market likes my work too. And this, this film literally won the Audience Award for Best Film in Rome. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, burn the church and oh. the Pope in it. You know, they am like, wow, this is insane. Nice. Okay. You almost incited a riot. Yeah. It was, well, <laughs> actually, there was one there the day before, um, which was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I were eating pizza a block away. There's police battling people we had no idea this is great <laughs> this pizza is so delicious <laughs> why is everyone screaming they <laughs> <laughs> must be excited <laughs> <laughs> must have had bad pizza yeah so yeah that was that was exciting i went over there i won uh in tallahassee it's been all, all over yeah it's been like 15 festivals now cool cool so it's done well yeah yeah and then uh are you, any interest in and in from investors or backers to try to help create a feature or? well uh, uh, there is now and this this is uh, an interesting thing I, I have the script you know another like you know yeah <laughs> good catholic movie horror <laughs> movie um and this this showed in uh, la like a, a couple of weeks ago at the old grauman's chinese theater for a, a, a festival which is kind of cool yeah. um and because i was out in la you know and i thought okay i'll you know i'll try to pitch it out here and i did you know some people Showed a little interest. Right. Um, but because I was out there in, in, in L.A. at Grauman's Chinese Theater, there's more interest here now. Yeah. Because it seems so cool to people. So, I, you know, a couple, I have a couple of meetings within the next two weeks with potential investors. Cool. So um, when you made the short, how did you uh, how did you go about uh, raising the money for that? Did you uh, go, that's right out of pocket? pocket. Really? Short, yeah. Shorts. Um, 
I'm pretty quick. Um, I mean, I did that in, in six hours. Yeah. So. Oh, you oh you filmed the oh cool how long how long was I, I again it's, I didn't see it Joe six six minutes and six seconds oh, okay so it's it's short it's a short well it's a short short well it's um I'm involved with the Mass Indie Film Festival I, I help with some festivals and first thing I did when I was doing this was research w- what do the festivals want yeah you know, so some if you do like a twenty two minute short you won't get into anything right right because they can't they can't really schedule it so anything under ten they love so I've been focusing. As much as I can. So to it's custom to designed for the the for festivals. Yeah. Nice. How, how do you decide you wanted to like start the whole filmmaking thing? Well, there was um. It was kind of weird how I kind of backed into it. I did a um. I used to, I'm a visual artist. I'm a painter, and I'm a and I'm a poet. That's really Rose boring. Is that's, red. that's really <laughs> boring. <laughs> this guy, let's, everyone's just you know shutting you off. Yeah. A poet. I'm a um, poet too. I have my own bit called Parcheesi's Poetry. He is, Corner. yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Poets, poets are really, really interesting people. I wish we had some of it on hand so you could hear some of Ad- Adam's handiwork. Nice. We we uh. <laughs> so anyway, I did a I had an exhibit of of paintings and poetry and 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 it was in Uxbridge, like because everyone goes to Uxbridge to see a exhibits. lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on in <laughs> Uxbridge <laughs> for for poetry. Yeah. yeah. So so obviously no one was there to see it, but uh, this this wonderful couple, old couple, the the Coens came through and and they said, uh, you know, you need to get this out. This story needs to be told. You need to get this to New York. And I'm thinking, well, if I get my paintings in New York, I would. And then I, this is like insanity, a moment of insanity. I said, well, you know, I can't get my paintings in New York, but, you know, I'll, I'll do a one-man show, and I'll perform that in New York. And I wrote that that June of 2005, and I was on stage in New York that yeah. December. So I, I'm like, why? Well, I, I probably could have <laughs> got into a gallery if I can get into a stage. Yeah. Um, so from that, it kind of morphed into acting here in films because I was on stage, and people, you know, offered me stuff. And I, sure. I, I got the... Uh, if you ever see Shutter Island and you see yeah. the, the, the after the hurricane and they go out in the front lawn and you see them chasing the crazy man on the front lawn, the two orderlies, I'm the crazy guy they're chasing. Oh, Sim- because I had the one-man show in New York. Well, and I had to cool. like this whole interview process through that. Yeah. So I did a lot of acting. But here, acting, uh, we were talking about this earlier, is mostly like background work. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was immediate. A lot of that. I s- yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of background. Stuff. I was too much immediately into the union. Yeah. So then, you know, then it's harder to do other things. So then I said, well, I'll just start making my own. That's, and what, I, that's and what David did. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm, I like to write anyway, so I'm constantly. I have three feature-length scripts written now. I mean, I'm constantly writing. Yeah. Uh, what are your plans to, to try to start making the features? I'm hoping to shoot one this fall. Yeah? As soon as I get, the, you know, the money. I have two budgets. One, one that's, you know, fairly lofty and one that is reasonable yeah okay so talk, <laughs> talk to charles the uh, psychic said he's getting rich soon yeah <laughs> actually so at some point in august charles is supposed to be rich the psychic did say do you she, wait, uh, she was specific in august yes she august. said about august oh. can, can there will be unexpected money unexpected in unexpected money Sorry. in august you're gonna take but now it's expected how does I, that work it's a catch-22 <laughs> hey, no hey. i forget if i forget about it okay like i won't get the money until i forget i'm supposed to have it and right. then it will appear okay if you do end up with a windfall like this next week or two whatever the first windfall was are you going to use that to play the lottery around August then? <laughs> Maybe I'll buy a season's ticket. That's what's going to happen. Charles is going to be one of the assholes that's like a millionaire and then <laughs> the win wins the lottery. lottery hey. And <laughs> it's just, everybody's going to hate you. Wait, did you say which year, though? Is that her catch? Uh, <laughs> I didn't she, say this year. She did say this fall. Like there was the, She was talking about this year. This year. Yeah, this love, year. So this year. Before love the end of the year. Point. So it's this year. 
I was also I get the money and then I get the hookers and everything set. He falls in love with them. Yeah, they don't fall in love with him. I was laughing hysterically too because um, like I heard about you from David, like talking about your film and stuff. But uh, and then a few weeks ago, the fixture at the Medway Lotus, BK Brendan Kirby comes up to me and says. Adam, uh, this guy, uh, do you know him? Skip, Skip Shea. He, he comes into the Starbucks every day. He was talking about the Lotus cast. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was, it was amazing when I put it on because you were announcing the lineup. Um, and then you started talking about um, the Milford Drive. And I'm like, really? They're talking about the Milford Drive? <laughs> Where are these guys from? Yeah, right then there you started, in Milford. Then what, uh, who was, who's the one who wants to go swimming? to exercise or something oh that was me yeah yeah so then then said, oh there's a pool in milford i'm like milford What's <laughs> <laughs> and then when I, I i i you mentioned the restaurant yep. that i know that brendan lives in um oh medway lotus yeah he lives there he does he does <laughs> <laughs> he's had some moments on our BK. show in the past oh he yeah he's he's some shining moments in the early days he's hysterical we used to do the show at the Medway Lotus. That's actually why we're called the Lotus Cast. That's kind of, I didn't think it was like an, an Indian thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't. We actually had a dating game that he was a part of. He was like a contestant yeah. to like get like one of the girls at the Lotus. He did not win. No. <laughs> he was really disappointed. Oh, he too. was very upset. He like he was, studied for it. Too. Yeah, he did. He studied. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't, didn't work out for him. <laughs> he's, he's funny. I, I, I met him at, at it's Lotus thing, but I met him at some meditation. Have you been to the Lotus before? I, I haven't. You need to go in there. You I need to go in there. And, and, and even like the weekends, the Fridays, Saturdays, the karaoke trivia on, on Wednesdays is a lot of fun. There's an open mic night. Thursday. Oh, oh, yeah. But if you just go in to have the food and just kind of enjoy the place, drink a Mai Tai. Got to get a Mai Tai. I don't, I don't drink you don't, anymore. Oh, okay. Sober? I am. No, nice, nice. Well, good for you. Why did you say it like, oh, unfortunately, I'm sober? Well, well you know, it's, it's A lot of fun comes around with that drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not with me. <laughs> one day. Uh, one order, day. This, order the spicy chicken teriyaki. That's well, yes. my okay. favorite. It's, I'm, I'm not one of those like recovering alcoholics. Like, oh, none of you should do that. I, yeah. I, I really wish I could. I just can't. I mean, yeah, I'm in that same boat. I'm four and a half years in. How are you? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I was like, I can't even, I don't count anymore. It's like <laughs> 98. I got sober. Nice. Nice. That was good. I... Uh, one day it'll happen. One day my liver is going to give way, and I'm just then when I'm in the hospital bed, I'll stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen that show Shameless on uh, on Showtime? It's got William H Macy, oh, raging heard, yeah. alcoholic. Yeah, that's a that's a funny show. He's right now drugs he, are funny. He can't drink like he he's not allowed to ingest alcohol orally, so he's taking alcoholic enemas. So <laughs> the alcohol like is is it bleeds into his colon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has to. He has to t- he's he's crazy. Like his character in that show is just. So actually, awesome. Someone actually wrote that. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Well, well, he's not allowed to drink because it's going to affect his liver, right? Doesn't it still affect his liver? No, it's not his liver. Oh, well, I think his li- he's on a transplant list, but I, I guess if he drinks it, he starts coughing up blood, like as it's uh, tore away the lining of his esophagus or something. But he still wants the effect, so it goes directly into his bloodstream. Correct. Through his colon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you did you have any more questions about his film, Joe? I know you're the only one who I don't actually. What seen did it. you guys talk about? He just kind of described it, and t- we talked about uh, we talked about like horses, Catholicism. <laughs> 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 this show goes many different <laughs> places. There's, there's I, I really liked. It. I liked how well it was shot. Um, I liked Jamie Tennille. Um She was filming it like she had a, a big like HD camera, and she was just she would, there were shots of her just like filming the the action. Um, Jamie's great. She, she, she has she has an, an amazing presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An amazing like, presence. There's no dialogue in the film whatsoever, and like just her, the looks that you know she because she's the only face you really see. Like everybody else is covered up with these masks uh, of all besides the priest. 
Um, but yeah, the look she gives, like you know, she just conveys a lot of emotion. The thing I like it. about uh, Jamie is she's the way that she acts. <laughs> There's many things I like about Jamie, uh, but the way that she acts is where she kind of like I, I, I saw the film uh, Almost Human, um, yeah. and she she had a, a smaller role in that. You know, she worked at the at the diner, but like she almost steals the performance. Like she doesn't have a super big role or a very important role, but it it kind of takes away from like she. She does such a good job at, at acting that it, it takes away from... It, it can on, on... Yes. Yeah. Like she's really good. She's very good. She won Best Actress last year at the 48, Providence 48. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. She should do more nudity, but I mean, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has she done any? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I was wondering, where is that? I'm just throwing it out there. Now it's out there, so maybe okay. she'll, she'll hear this and she'll be like, you know what? Matt's right. Matt. <laughs> you should write a script. You, know? you should write, write a script. Like, it's right. like, this role is for you. Right. We wrote <laughs> this, this role just for this you. This one right here. <laughs> you know, and you trick her by there's no nudity in it, and then you just, when you get on set, you're like, I feel like this scene should be nude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this would add to it. I feel like the shower scene should have nudity. <laughs> yeah, I know it's written that you're in your bathing suit, but right. I feel like you're in the shower. Yeah, you should be nude for this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, very cool. I think uh, I, I want to watch it. You said you sent me the link on Friday. Yeah, I think it was Friday. You sent me the link for the. I, I do want to watch it. I, it's hard, uh, especially on, like in a film with no dialogue, and I think you pulled it off really well. Um, just like telling a story through it without any like words it was, it was that was something a challenge that i wanted to do because the first few that i did i am i am like so freaking wordy yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> you know so i said no let's do something with with not, no words at all so you challenge yourself and yeah uh, well that's cool. I, I really think that's what shorts again are for i yeah. think shorts are, are um it's like the Pawtucket red sox <laughs> this is where you learn <laughs> right, you right. Know, this is where you, you I think your shorts are something you just throw on to cool down in the summertime. Well, yeah, that's actually something I should actually be wearing today, <laughs> but I, I felt like I should. You got the, you got the sports coat thing. Got, you're yeah. looking good. Thanks. Looking sharp. <laughs> sharp. sharp I'm looking sharp. Sharp dressed man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, I guess we should take a break again. Okay. Throw up some all right, thanks, guys. Thank you, man, for coming on. I'm, uh, I'll send you a, a note after I watch it. Okay, cool. That'd be Let great. Let you know what my thoughts. Because right. I know you're you're waiting. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I have. I've been checking my messages. Right. Fuck, he hasn't looked he's at this yet. Not said Six minutes. Come on. <laughs> you do that too? I obsess a lot of times when I send messages to people. Especially when you see it, like, if it's on Facebook and it says scene. Yeah. You're like, why hasn't he said anything part. yet? <laughs> that that's is right. Yeah. That, is, that is awesome on, on that. It's creepy. It's very stalkerish. I like yeah. the ones where it tells you that they're typing. Yeah. Uh, and then they stop. Oh, and they, they stop. Don't yeah. Yeah. Uh, and where's the message? Yeah. yeah. Or it says typing, and it just says typing for like an hour. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then they're like, they just write back, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Why did this happen? Like, you can tell they really worked on this. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's get a break. We'll be back with uh, some stuff. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Zap Brannigan, uh, Master of Time, Space, and everything else in between, eh? And the way to a woman's heart is through her parents. Sleep with them and you're in. On the Lotus Cast.
me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine.
Christian Nairn, better known as Hodor from Game of Thrones, and you're listening to the Lotus Cast. Is that the first time you heard that, Charles? Yes, it was. That's a good. Well, that's a good. I just had that moment. With what? I just met Kane. Did you really? Yeah. Was he like just available? You could walk over and talk to him. Well, there were people standing around trying to look official, but I just walked right by him. I walked. He was just sitting there. There was nobody there. <laughs> nobody waiting in line. <laughs> And uh, okay, like they got they got the uh, the doors closed to the room so uh-huh. like you can't peek in or anything, and I ju- I just walked over there, I just walked in the door. Well, you, got a, you got a badge on, so they're like, oh, he, maybe yeah, he's he ma- yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. he's somebody. He's got the press. It says press on it. It's like oh, you should have asked him to come over. I did ask him to come over. He said he he was he had to get out of here though. Yeah. Three hundred dollars. Oh, never mind. <laughs> he's gonna fly to Minneapolis because it's for uh, they're doing raw tomorrow night, I guess. But, uh, did he fill you in on what was going to happen? I asked him if he was going to win the championship from Daniel Bryan. And? He said he's going to try. He, we, he, doesn't we, oh, he doesn't know? They don't get the script ahead of time? <laughs> I was like, I not know. <laughs> I should have got all indignant. I was like, what do you, you, you <laughs> like, read the script? You know. <laughs> Just tell me what happens. <laughs> Look, I'm betting on this. This is like a money machine here. <laughs> Let's go. You'd know from the planning meetings, like okay. when they go over, or the, the live table reads. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. right, what is in that script, by the way? Like, it's just say like right here at this moment, you pick up a chair and you hit him as hard as you can with it. <laughs> no, I mean they, they got to improvise. Hit him squarely bit, on the back. You know? Yeah, but no, like there's there's dialogue obviously for like okay, this is where we're going with this story, and you've got to announce this before you start fighting. Right. And then when you start fighting, like is that when the, like, does the scripture say like start fighting, right. or does it say like all right you're gonna take him to this corner, you're gonna stand well, up and you're gonna taunt him, and then he's gonna come over mm-hmm. and you're gonna do a flip over him and you're gonna tackle when, him. When when they get thrown into the Spanish announcer table, right? That's gonna be <laughs> written down because they gotta know like when that's what, happening. When about yeah. right? Because they gotta move out of the way and the table's yeah. gonna break in half and they gotta set it up. All right, but ten minutes. That into was the actually fight. one of the questions I asked him while I was talking to him. I asked him like, how do they rig those tables to break like that? But it doesn't always work. Didn't you see what happened? Yeah, to the he rock? said. <laughs> he said that he's like, well, sometimes they don't break. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was watching. You fucking jump on it and it doesn't break. Other times you just fall over and it, <laughs> it blows, collapses, it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> but too, it, it fell over too soon. We weren't supposed to. Oh shit. Well, okay. We'll just skip that part. How I want to know, like, how how much are you supposed to struggle? Like, okay, so you know that you're gonna lose the fight. But, like, every time he pins you, like, how do you know, like, all right, I'm going to get up on this one, but this one I'm going to stay dead, you know? Like, how do you know? Like, how is there a timer that you can see, like, this fight has been going on for 20 minutes. Okay, now I know this is the one that I'm staying down well, on. Well, if you watch the referee, the referee is wearing an earpiece, like, oh, he tells and you he's he, gonna tell he you. gives them cues. Oh. oh, so, like, if he hits the mat twice or something during the first count, you're like, no, like, all right, this is the one that you're you're dying on? Yeah, some, or he, he'll... He'll be like hearing like the producers in the back yeah. who are like slotting we the show for television. Five more minutes. Yeah. He'll be like, he'll be like, all right, it's commercial in five minutes. <laughs> he'll be like, they call it go home. That's what they call ending the match. He's like, all right, go home in two minutes. He's <laughs> got a little watch. What if he's late? He's That's at, like, like you, you can see videos on YouTube of where they fuck up. Like, the, <laughs> I, actually, I listened to an interview that I think Steve Austin did on his podcast with one of the referees, uh-huh. and he, he the referee's supposed to be. Before they had the uh, the earpieces, they would look to the timekeeper for cues on one ten the match, and he just like spaced out and didn't look at the timekeeper at all, and they went like five minutes over. <laughs> well, it's bad for broadcast. 
Yeah. Do they cut? So well, no, it's, it's filmed uh, oh, in oh. advance, right? Oh, I think we're Some we're of the defeated. shows are live. Oh. We're defeated. Well, well. Who did you try to get, Matt? Mm -hmm. What? Did you tr mm -hmm. try to get someone? Mm -hmm. That sucks. <laughs> uh, That's uh, what people uh, are saying uh, in the chat. <laughs> I just met Kane. Is he a nice uh, guy? He was super nice. He wasn't wearing his mask though, so I know what he looks like. <laughs> You'll see him on the street. <laughs> uh, they're still deep into that panel. Not, it doesn't look like that panel's ending anytime soon. We should go in and ask a question. I did. Can oh. we just roll this table over there? <laughs> just like <laughs> set <laughs> set it up in front of them. Yeah. That way they can't leave. Yeah. I also asked him when he did the, the uh, tombstone pile driver on the steel steps. I said that had to hurt his knees more than it hurt the other guy. And he's like, yeah, I was in pain after that one. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's in a lot of pain all the time. Did you ask him if he enjoyed Mickey Rourke's performance in The Wrestler? I didn't ask him that. You should find him. Ask him, ask him that question. Should I go back in? I <laughs> forgot to ask you. What did you think of Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler? Did you get a picture with him? No. How much is a picture with, with Kane? I don't know. I was just telling Joe, I just, there are people like guarding the room and I just like walked, walked in looking room. official and yeah. walked right up to him. Dude, this, this is <laughs> The security is pretty relaxed. It's so relaxed. Nobody cares. Well, I mean, we did see that security guy from uh, Pop Culture Expo who was wearing the same suit he was wearing in the, at the Pop Culture Expo. Yeah. He was the guy who like tried to charge us to get into the after party. Yeah, yeah. He gave us like the discount from 50 to $30 and we walked in for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he was here, and I'm wondering if he's, like, from a private security company oh, yeah, must or if yeah. he's just affiliated with these conventions, like, the same person owns this convention. Oh, I don't think. I don't think. Because this is the first year. Because no. that guy, the Hawaiian, Aloha. Yeah, but, like, maybe he also owns part of Terracon. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, this is the first yeah. year of Terracon, isn't it? I don't no, know. It's, it's definitely a private security firm, and he's had plenty of experience at convention security, so that's why they hired him <laughs> for this one. But either way, like some of it's pretty lax. Like you just you have a badge and you just walk by, or you just walk up to the table and say, "I'm press," and they give you press passes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like don't the tell them our secret. <laughs> it's like the security guards at the the entrance to the floor. They're just like talking to each other. Dude, they don't even care. Like they're not even checking. Like the thing is, you can walk into this building, <laughs> take the escalators on the f the far end of the room. Where there's nobody even checking. You just ride on up <laughs> into the whole panel rooms. We can walk into every panel. Like, th there's nobody up here checking. Yeah, there's nobody looking for tickets or anything. Right. The only time they check is when you go into the, the floor yeah. to actually purchase stuff. Like, you can visit all of these panels for free. Yeah. You want to see a panel? That's no problem. And you want to buy yeah. stuff? No, no, no. If no. you just go <laughs> buy a yellow wristband, you're fine. <laughs> Go find a yellow wristband. The color is yellow today. Yeah, yeah. you're set. You're set. It's, it's yellow every weekend, actually. <laughs> every convention, it's a yellow wrist wristband. Wist? Yellow wristband? The only time it wasn't was Rock and Shock. It was like tan. But like every other convention we've been to, it's yellow. All right, well. What if I just walked up and attacked Kane? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just walked past security and I just, like, I just like stab him with a knife or something that I bought down on the show floor. Squeeze his balls. <laughs> Uh, should find out. Should we, uh, driver. should we wrap this puppy up? I don't know. Do you want to talk to the Bridgewater Triangle guys? They're going to come back soon for their Did you movie. watch Bridgewater Triangle? No. I, I, well, I watched the first couple of minutes of it. Uh, I, I do want to see it. Oh, here's one of these guys. You want to come chat? Maybe after. See, maybe after. They're going to do a panel That's a no. after the movie. And they're not yeah. Good. Let's shut this down. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mutiny. Mutiny. Actually, yeah, I want to go to the mall and get some food. <laughs> Dave, 
Come have a seat. <coughs> we got to talk. Yes. <laughs> no, we were, we were about to wrap. Oh. The, the, the panel's still going for The Walking Dead. and. Uh-huh. I'll pretend to be him. Did you guys see me in Devil's Rejects? <laughs> <laughs> you were also uh, in uh, the remake of Halloween. Yes. What did you think of that? It's good. Yeah. I heard Tony Moran loves that movie. <laughs> it's his favorite. Yeah. He loves a good remake. Yeah. He if watches it next to the uh, other guy. What's his name? Nick? Yeah. <laughs> you share you a popcorn. If you ask David about the weather, this will just be like your Michael Rooker interview. <laughs> I like that interview. You guys, I liked it. <laughs> Did we put that on YouTube? I don't think so. It was also in The Walking Dead, I think. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Am I? Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah? Good. How, many, how many seasons? Um, three. Was I in? I was in all three? Four? I think you were in... No, no, no. You were in two and three, I y- think. You were right. definitely killed off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you died in... Um, with the governor. Gov- one yeah. of the governor's governor. seasons. Yeah. One uh, of I think it was the second one. Like my co-host on that show, Iron E, he's, he's a fabulous guy. He was in there. He was... He was right next chatting to Chatting it up. Yeah. Okay. He's... Chatty can you, you guys are in overtime again. Overtime rate? Um, I think. I think it's two thirty. Yeah, I think it's a write-off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it actually is. A little overtime action. Yes. Just write that shit off. What kind of kind of reaching at the bottom of the well at this point? We're we're <laughs> yeah we're scraping the bottom of the bucket. Yeah, we, we're actually you just gonna have you come over and say goodbye. You peeked at the uh, psychic. Yes. <laughs> we, yes. Well, actually, when you guys were gone, we talked a lot about the films in the film festival. So. So should I re-listen to the show? Or is it not worth it? Well, no. At this point, this is where you cut off. After after Skip Shea left, the episode ended. <laughs> Why did we just d- end it? I just heard with two dicks, and that was it. And I'm like, what, is, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> All right. So um, don't come back. Don't listen after the uh, second After Skip music. Shea. If you've made it this far, you've, you've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> you've listened too much. Yeah. Turn back now. Turn back so this now. is what happens when you wait for a guy that wasn't going to show up in the first place? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we don't. Happened. We don't necessarily know that. We've just given up. Bridgewater Triangle? Huh? You want to come talk yeah, about Bridgewater Triangle? Yeah, he's an ex-police officer from the Bridgewater Triangle. You want to talk about Bridgewater Triangle? Sure. Hopper? Let's see. All right, well, we were the Lotus Cast, um, <laughs> lotuscast.com, at the Lotus Cast on Twitter. You'll we'll hear us live every Thursday night. You can wear the and then, then on that, we're signing off. <laughs> 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 What's up, man? How you doing? Who, who, who are you? Uh, my name is Alan Alves. Uh, I was a uh, de- police detective back in the day and uh, worked on a lot of satanic, satanic and occult crimes and devil worshippers. In the Freetown State Forest, we experienced a lot of weird and strange things over there. With the Bridgewater Triangle? Right, right. Yeah. What, uh, what was this, the creepiest thing you saw? Uh, you don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to buy the Blu-ray to hear that. From, from, uh, <clears throat> from mutilated cows where the blood was sucked right out of them yeah. uh, to uh, all kind of evidence of homicides. Uh, so real weird stuff. Did you see the Sasquatch? Nope, never saw the side but Never saw any of the things other than, other than I, did, I did see the giant bird there uh, not too long ago. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. But uh, I don't know if it's the bird, but it was a huge eagle. <laughs> it was three, three times the size of a normal eagle. Yeah. The, the Thunderbirds, right, or something yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah. No. No. What, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, is it, you think it's paranormal or just uh, some kids fucking around? Or? Oh, no, no. It was a... What, with the bird you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a real huge bird. I don't know if it was because that's the closest I've been to an eagle because it was 
came down a treetop and I had to grab my dog to bring him in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's crazy. Scoop it, but uh, uh, it, it, it looked like a 10 or 12 foot wingspan. It was, Jesus. Yeah, it was huge. What about with the cows and stuff? You think. Uh... Those, what happened, those were a satanic cult uh, case I worked on where uh, they would steal cloven hoofed animals. Yeah. And um, what they did was they used, they used blood in their rituals and the hot animals. And what they do is they, they drain the blood by um, making a decision in, in, in the throat and spraying hairspray down their nose so they gasping for air and they make the hot pump blood quicker and they can drain the blood right out of an animal that's uh, crazy. very quickly yeah that's ridiculous it comes yeah. up with a process like yeah, that yeah i know how do you well, how does well, one figure well, that out well what it what it is is because uh, they don't want anybody to infiltrate the organization yeah so uh, their rituals um, mostly with blood or semen uh, they drink right out of a skull or out of a chalice uh, silver chalice, not gold, because everything is opposite the Catholic Church. That's basically what they. Oh, okay. So the, you know, the making their statement that the, way. Right, the chalice is uh, tarnished and so forth. So you know, you can't go work on the cover when they're passing around a chalice full of uh, blood and semen. Do they know. actually drink that? Oh yeah. yeah. They do that on jackass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of. But um, some of the other stuff that they've, other people, witnesses. I've talked to people who. Saw that or witnessed, you know, some of the real paranormal stuff, but I never saw that. Yeah, uh, I did work on um, some of the homicides that we were with the satanic cult and stuff like that. Right, right. Uh, some crazy shit, crazy shit in the Bridgewater Triangle. Well, thank you, sir. Okay, for joining Appreciate us. It. All right, thank you. Take care. Have a uh, have a great afternoon. We'll try. You don't need to take all of those. You oh. can have one if you want. <laughs> cool. Thanks. All right, man. Have a good one, man. Where did did Thunderknots go to get Lou? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. He, Joe just invited him over and then abandoned ship on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> He's one of the main guys in the Bridgewater Triangle, like yeah. doing all the talk, because he was a the main detective in that area during the times. Uh, I'd like to end the show, but Joe's not here to <laughs> roll tape. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep, keep talking live on the air. How many uh, in the chat room tonight? Was Joe? <laughs> and <laughs> he, he said Matt sucks. No, there were 11 live, live listens. We have 11 live Ooh. listeners right now. Did you see how many um, – did anyone listen to last night's show? Uh, yeah, I think it, it was up uh, um, maybe like 20-something this morning. Nice. So people, people listened. <laughs> 20 people <laughs> in the whole universe. Well, I mean, it, it could be. It's probably gone up. Yeah, I'm sure it has. At what up. day did you guys like better, today or yesterday? You know, um, there were high and low points of each day. Uh, Combine the two days is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if we chop up both episodes, we've got a solid thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. You got You guys need to have like best of shows. Uh, we should. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to do show. Some. A clip show. Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, best of. Yes, it's what he said. Show. Yeah. No, no, clip show. <laughs> clip show. I mean, clip it doesn't show. matter how you call it. It's the same uh, thing. Uh, uh, clip show. Uh, uh, what, you guys want these guys? Other press? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they get the camera. Yeah, they get a JVC. We have a we have a JVC. Oh, here oh, comes Joe to end the show. Just sauntering <laughs> down the fucking hallway. Take He's your time, Joe. Yeah, he was. He's like, hey, Bridgewater guy, come sit down. I'm leaving. You can have the best interview when everyone stopped listening. Well, <laughs> well thank you, you guys trying, for coming out. Where, well, where is he? He had already gone. Yeah. Oh, I'll learn the show. We're going to wrap this show. 
Thanks for coming out, guys. Th- I appreciate for, it. Thanks for thanks for having the guy sit down and then just running yeah. away. Well, I was trying to get Lou because I saw the panel was leaving. Wow. Well, once again, thanks for coming out, guys. Thank you, and, David, uh, for having us. We really appreciate it. the film festival. See you next Terracon. year. Will, will we be back? <laughs> you can allow us back next year? Yes. Make sure you print out more of these okay. and hand them out. <laughs> the data's wrong on it, so don't hand those ones out. But cross it out. Terracon.net. Um, there's a few more hours left in Terracon. Uh, actually, two and a half hours. Yeah, if you go to the, um, the Facebook, the film festival, and on Twitter, the announcements are going to be made right tonight. Who's going to win? tomorrow for the... I can... I can tell you no one's listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one run in the room and say, Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we actually had some live listeners more than yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. Fabulous. Thank you for listening. But Twelve if you go to people Twitter. more than double yesterday. We're actually really Sick. big in nursing homes. They just put <laughs> us on. <laughs> <laughs> no, people put us on when they leave drool. their cat home alone, so the cat thinks <laughs> people were there. <laughs> but at, at Twitter, at Terracon FF or Film Festival, and on Facebook, the same thing, Facebook.com forward slash... Terracon <laughs> FF. Thank you. Terracon <laughs> FF, yes. And um, that, that's going to be it for us today. So we thank Terracon for having us out. We, th- we thank Sonny, Psychic Sonny, and Ed for coming on the show. <laughs> Who was your favorite <laughs> guest of the week? Of the week? And Ed. By, <laughs> Ed. by all means, Ed. He had a lot to say. And I think uh, I think uh, Charles would agree with that. because right. He told me I was going to get rich in, with <laughs> yeah. hookers. It's great. All right. Better Skinny Bane or Big Bane? Um, Skinny Bane looks better than Big Bane. <laughs> Big Bane had a better voice than uh, Skinny Bane. He had a, he had the the voice uh, of Bane. I'm just gonna keep asking questions. How long you'll stay on? For. Oh, I'll keep going. <laughs> Listen, I mean, did you see Sarah Michelle? Did you see Sarah Michelle? I haven't seen her yet today. We're, I'm gonna go back down there. I think uh, we're gonna go get some food from the mall. Oh, hey, look who it is. Who? Lou. Fuck, it's fucking Lou. <laughs> oh, now we have to stop. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, I thought I thought I, I I thought you were you were gone, and now you're here. Here I am. I'm sorry about the sound of my loose, dulcet tones. I've uh, I've been talking a lot, and I have a little uh, congestion, so I am sounding rather forced. But I'm here, no worse for wear. Where Where are you from, Lou? Uh, originally Louisiana, New Orleans. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, live a lot in Texas, and I live in Los Angeles now. Yeah, you got that southern swing. Yeah, that southern yeah. swing. Right on, right mm-hmm. on. Well, what are y'all talking about? Well, we were actually just, we were about to be done. We were, oh, no. Yeah, but then well, we, I'm glad you, you I'm sorry, so yeah. we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. Thanks for coming. <laughs> What's it? What's it like being uh, raised in Louisiana? What do you What do you do for fun as a kid? Eat pretty much everything. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of outdoor things. There's a lot of fishing, a lot of hunting, a lot of outdoor activity. Our weather is reasonable. You got kids? I do have a child. I have a six year old daughter. Six year old daughter. Yeah. I got a six year old daughter too. We could be wow. friends. We, we could have play dates. <laughs> we would be playing in the confines of Frozen. And we, yes. would, we would be letting it go, left Let it and go. right. Yeah, a lot of letting it go. That's it. A lot and, of building uh, a snowman. If can you build a snowman? <laughs> It'd be great. Now, when you 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 come from a time where you do a lot of outdoor activities, and yeah, the, yeah. and now in the age of, of iPads and iPhones and all that shit, you just uh, do it outdoors. You do the iPhone <laughs> outside. <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel better. That, it does. They hey, get out and get some <laughs> fresh air. Don't forget your iPad. Don't forget your <laughs> iPad. Yeah, yeah. That's you just it. have to install the Wi-Fi uh, repeaters in Roger House. Yeah, and we have better sunglasses and sunscreen now. We seldom go outdoors in Los Angeles. Too much sun. Yeah, yeah. It's bad for your skin. It's bad for your skin. <laughs> you but should uh, stay indoors all the time. Are you trying to, like, uh, you know, 
raise your daughter in a way that she's getting some more of that activity? Like, no. Uh, no, not at all? No, so you, no, no. You're embracing the technology. I don't embrace the technology, but I let her uh, have her um, whatever herself is. Dollies are better played indoors, yeah. you know, for some reason. You know, I mean, we used to do G.I. Joe's outside. Yeah, of course. That was pretty cool. All your toys were outside. Yeah, yeah. the Tonka trucks, yeah, sandbox, they, those they, things. All in the mud. But today's toys aren't... Um, they're not quite as uh, equipped. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Today's toys are disposable. Durable. Buy them, They're not durable. Buy them today and then buy another one tomorrow. <laughs> See, uh, that's a, I, I, have, I have two daughters at six wow. and three. And when they're outside, like I'm, I'm just obsessed with the fact of okay, make sure that they're in the yard. Yeah. And they're, you know, the the gate is shut and locked. Yeah. Stay like, away from that. When I was, when could I be was a, a bee. Don't yeah. get a bee sting. Yeah, exactly. We should catch bees. Remember, how <laughs> many times we got stung? Yeah, yeah. You're the glass jars. I, I got stung by a dead wasp once. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> to see if it would sting you. I picked it up and I was holding my hand. Oh, it stung yeah, me. Yeah, it stung me in my yeah, fucking hand. Yeah, uh, And nobody was allergic to bee stings. Yeah. No, not at the time. It's just a state what of mind. What happened? Why are people allergic to state peanuts of mind. now? Yeah, you think that's what it is? Oh, uh, that's an interesting point. Now at school, at my particular school, no peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. None. The American staple yeah. has gone away based on peanut allergy. Yeah. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Like, how can you get... a, a when you have a peanut allergy, like how can you get affected by somebody who dust. had a yeah? It's peanut dust. There's dust in the there's peanut butter. There's peanut yep. dust floating in the air. Seriously? When yeah. you have a peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter, the dust. There's just dust. It's like pollen. Even when you say the word, <laughs> you say the word, and yeah, then yeah, their body just knows that it just, just starts going on. Right, right. <laughs> Notice when you say peanut, how you blow, blow out. <laughs> peanut. Oh my God! You just killed four kids <laughs> <laughs> right in this room. Now, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was when I was a kid, nobody was allergic to peanuts. Like there was nobody no, was allergic to anything. Yeah, I actually Except was allergic parents. to a bee sting because I I remember a bee stung my hand and like blew up four times the size, and I had to like learn how to write left-handed for like a month until it came back um, down. You know what? If you would have if you would have uh, masturbated, that would have gone away. Oh, I'll, I'll remember is. to tell my nine-year-old self We just that. called you a dumb kid. We didn't say you had an allergy. <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? Oh, he was stung by a bee. What a dumb kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why, why, was he, why was he picking up a bee? <laughs> to see if it would sting. You, you had to learn your lessons. Now you got to like, oh, well, now we have to have special gloves for the kids to go outside. So when they pick up the bee... You know, or we need to kill all the bees. I think Why don't you that's just put your daughter in like one of the big glass balls <laughs> and they can <laughs> roll around? Yeah. Like we do with like hamsters, like hamsters, so they can get around. Oddly enough, that's actually an activity in Los Angeles. They <laughs> really? have these, that's a thing. They have these <laughs> bubbles and they send them out on the. Um, we don't have any lakes, but we have pools, and uh, it's it's odd. It's like a Flaming Lips concert. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in a bubble in the pool. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. kind of like just roll around. Yeah, in the yeah. Balls. That's yeah. A, Does the that's bubble not sink? Uh, no, because it's filled with air. Yeah. Yeah. But also, chlorine's not good for your kids either. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that a new thing? That's why you gotta have saltwater pools. <laughs> right. I thought it like it uh, it killed all the bacteria in your kids, so you were good. Yeah, but everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that you was. You never put your kid in a pool with chlorine in it, right? Well, no, I don't. I don't have Here's any kids. kids. Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> but I would. I would because all right, this I feel like I was the kid talk. <laughs> over that. Let's let's talk. Here we are in Providence, Rhode Island. This is one of our founding father cities. It is as it yeah. goes. Um, John Brown, apparently, uh, I found that out. John Brown, the singer? Uh, no, believe the, it or not. The, the Godfather con- of Soul. Uh, Godfather of the Constitution. <laughs> oh, okay. Originally, um, is from here, uh, hence Brown University, uh, which is one of the Ivy League schools. It's quite a pretty campus, apparently, up on the hill. Uh, pretty the, girls there, too. So you I, I, I you came here to promote yeah. the school. <laughs> 
I'm promoting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am promoting higher education, although yes. I'm not sure where it'll get you in today's environment. When I went to college, when you got out of school, if you got a degree, um, you had a job. Like guarantee. A, yeah, you were just you had the job. Guarantee job. So you, did, you didn't even have to know what you wanted to do. Right. What do you want? You know, they it was just filling filling a blank. But uh, today's uh, most college graduates uh, I meet at Starbucks, <laughs> which I would say is actually a really good job. I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't do this, I, you were work, gonna, I would work at Starbucks. If you and weren't an actor, you'd be at Starbucks. I love coffee. Not and, a manager, uh, just a, a regular barista. I would try to be a manager. You'd want to work up to it. It seems like you you a, a pretty cool time there. Could you work at one of those bikini coffee shops? <laughs> like in Seattle? <laughs> yeah. Um, stocking. <laughs> By that, I mean that's a form of work, like yeah. a stalker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, those are bizarre because I've been up there. It's been the crappiest, coldest weather, and there they are in this pasties bikini and with a space heater. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's ready to be go up in flames. It's beautiful. So you can turn any business into a bikini version. Oh, of course. We're, I actually started The Walking Dead, but everybody just wears bikinis. Just uh, that would be a, a lot of exposure. It was, <laughs> yeah, a lot of zombies in bikinis. Here's the thing uh, with bikinis, and you never notice this: those chicks are not athletic. So typically, when they run, they look like dorks, and that sort of removes the whole attractive thing. Uh, it does. You know, all of a sudden, if you ever watch somebody that can't run, how bizarre! You know, it's like right. The uh, legs kind of like yeah, knock know. kneed and they're you know everything's <laughs> flying. Their arms around. are dangling down. Shit's starting to fly around, right, right. and you're like, ah, it's not good. You just want to throw a stick between their legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not an advocate of bikini coffee because uh, there's a different. I want to drink beer with, with bikinis. bikinis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, they offer that. They're called strip clubs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all nude, though. Well, no, but they start and then they they shed layers. Did you have you seen Sarah Michelle downstairs? The the girl who's wearing nothing. Nope. You haven't seen her. She's just wearing a bikini. She's, she's walking around. She's actually, she's actually in the row behind you. Like yeah. yeah. Oh oh, she's Miss uh, Terracon. Miss Terracon. I have yeah. seen her. She's very nice. She's yeah. a very nice lady, isn't yeah. she? Be I don't want to see her run. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm sure yeah. she's very athletic, but I don't want to take the chance that she's not because that, <laughs> that just ruins it for you. That'll disconnect the whole thing. But I feel like if she did run, things might come loose. Yeah. You know, even still, it doesn't work for me. Loose I think she'd be okay with it though. <laughs> he he likes his women couch potato. Just you sit there and look pretty. Don't run and look pretty. Don't do anything. Don't you? <laughs> You'll never be better than you are in my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the case with most things, including horror films and. Um, Scary moments, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're always better in our head. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, you, you think fans come here and then they meet some of the people that they really look up to and are disappointed, just yes. because like in their imagination yes. they've built all these people up on a pedestal. That being said, obviously celebrities come here and are very disappointed in the fans. That's that's probably true too. <laughs> how many awful que- when you do a panel? How many awful questions are asked? To you? We were talking about this earlier. Some these questions that some, some. Of these people ask are just. Why, why? You waited all this. Th- you spent all this money to, to ask that? I think that um, you have to sort of sort out the nervous question and the well-thought question. Yeah. Because at some point, it's just your big moment with Santa Claus, and you ask for <laughs> a bike. A bike, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the question, was it fun working on The Walking Dead? 
You know, that's not a question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there are people that have decent questions. I appreciate those. Um, usually I turn them into a better question. Yes. Look, here's what you should have asked. I'm going to answer it with <laughs> You slap him in the face, and you're like, here, here's a better question. Yeah, I wrote this one last <laughs> night. I was having a few beers. Here's one you should ask <laughs> in the form of an answer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think there's a level of disappointment when you meet somebody who – I, typically, the people I meet need to tell me something. Yeah. And I'm a conduit for their uh, expression of that something that they had experienced when they saw me do something on television or film. So they need to relate it to me. Yeah. When I was watching you, you got shot. Oh, my God. I called my husband. Couldn't believe it. He had already seen the episode. He was driving. He had to pull over. Thought something was wrong. All these things yeah, yeah. are their personal experience that they need to... <clears throat> share with you sure and so i think part of this is just being there for them to do that and um i i typically just kind of avail myself to receive that and accept it and then once we get through that maybe we can meet i see you can you you can bond over something like yeah peanut dust uh, yeah exactly <laughs> I, I know that they're uh Sometimes I think uh, they just get so excited that they want to say something to you and they don't know what. And like if they had thought like when they right. actually asked you, they could realize what the answer was. Like they probably ask you like, why didn't your character do this? And you're like, well, I didn't write the show. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this isn't really my fault that he didn't do this. You know? Yeah. Were you sad to die? <laughs> <laughs> I was sad to lose a paycheck. Sad to lose a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just built a swimming pool in my backyard, and I'm wondering <laughs> how it's going to look as a flower bed now. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was sad. What's uh, What's your next? What are you working on now? Are, are you hoping to do more television? Or I <coughs> excuse me, I am. Yuck! Uh, <laughs> the, that he just had a jar of mayonnaise earlier, yeah. so it's a little flimmy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I definitely, uh, television is a. Uh, a good venue right now because um, I think some of I think what's happened is our storytellers our good directors and writers are recognizing its audience Yeah, and maybe more people are going to see the uh, Game of Thrones than are going to see Transformers right. in a certain way Sure. so I feel like more of our filmmakers and writers and storytellers are seeking out a, a, a vehicle or a medium on television mm -hmm. so the work is, be is better secondarily because it's seen by more of an audience, it pays better. Yeah. So it's a better job. Yeah. Definitely. Be, and there's this, uh, the other thing I think that's interesting with television, my experience is that over the arc of several episodes and characters, not everything's so important to land. Yeah. Whereas in a film where you've got 90 pages, essentially 90 minutes, almost everything you say and or do needs to lead to the next moment. Yeah. Every moment is a, a, a bit of a, a landing point and it's important and so television you can throw a lot of things away yeah and um, I think we're we're bringing a piece of film back into television where hey that's important land that you don't have to land this it would be good if you landed that it used to be that you threw everything away in television yeah everything's important yeah uh, it's 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 because it now we have Serial, you know, long episode, you know. Yeah, I also feel like we're getting away from the procedural, which, you know, frankly, and, and they were great, but Jesus, how boring was it just to, you know, uh, you know, at 945 he did this, and then we clocked him doing that, and if we go through forensics, check the file, have so-and-so right. check this out, oh, we got him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it is odd how long that works, right? Like, they've been yeah. doing procedurals for, like, decades. And, like, there are still procedurals now, and it still gets big ratings. It's like a bad religion. Yeah. It's like Scientology. <laughs> you know, when are we going to catch on? Like, whoa. Whoa, John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening right now, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fixing to go work with him in a Western. Oh, yeah? John, I'll let him know. That okay. There's, there's we're no going to find out next year that Lou's converted to Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Hey, guys. Come to the L. Ron Hubbard house. It actually it's a cool religion if you are a celebrity because they have a lot of celebrity perks because you're it's you're totally the focus the club. yeah like you get uh, the regular people to join the club yeah which is a lot like these conventions yeah <laughs> it's in a weird way these conventions are interesting well it, i think what is uh uh what's ha- this is interesting what's happening now is because of the cosplay are you familiar with that oh i know the cosplay so because the cosplay it's its own little social club so essentially what's happening is the cool hang is about that. And I made my costume, and, oh, that's great. And last week you made that other one. That's good. Hey, good to see you again. Let's hook up, and let's go get a picture with Lou. And and we're basically buying into the club, but no drinks. Yeah. We're not buying any drinks. Right, right. Just hanging out on the fringe. Not really mixing it up you, on the dance floor. You could buy a snake. You know, replace the drink with a snake. That's we're buying. We're just vendors. You could check your weapons at the door, but then come in and buy a weapon. Yeah, we could. It's it's getting a little bizarre. So I don't know. But guys, I gotta go. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. This is so much fun. Uh, uh, what uh, uh, what's a product? Can you announce? Oh that? yeah, uh, there's a movie out right now, which is actually excellent, and I'm ex- ex- very proud of it. It's called Night Moves. Which is with uh, Bob Jess, Seger. Jesse Bob Seger. <laughs> Bob Seger's in it. Song. Um, I suppose his song is yes. Yeah, so he is uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Dakota Fanning, and Peter Sarsgaard. Some hippies blow up a dam for ecological terrorism to prove the government uh, don't dam up our waterways. Nice. In doing so, they kill a camper. Oh, me. You. Uh, you now you don't have to go see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Spoiler. <laughs> but then a lot of infighting. That wasn't our plan. And we're basically pacifists. Yeah. What happened? We're no better than the man. Right, right. So night moves. Night moves. Night check moves. that out. Is it in theater? The it just opened Friday. Nice. Okay. Right. Night moves. Going to go check that out. Well Luke, done. Thank you very much, sir. My pleasure. Have a enjoy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll do. Can we, can we ask him to do a uh, quick Lotus cast? Oh yeah. Could you just say I'm Lou Temple and I'm and you're listening to the Lotus cast? Sure, I can do this. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Lotus Cast. You follow me? It's almost like you've done that before. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. Keep talking. Have a good one, buddy. Peanuts. Peanuts. Peanut dust. All these people are dead now. Uh, Good thing I kept asking those questions. You guys would have been off the air, and you would have missed them. I was actually kind of shocked that that happened. (laughs) Yeah. So, Weeks well, looks like someone was wrong. You were wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom. Is my mic off? I can't hear myself. <laughs> when I went over, like, um, when the Bridgewater Triangle guy was here, like, I went over and I talked to Jim Baker, and he texted somebody to bring Lou back up. So I'm glad that that, that might have worked out. Oh, oh, did, did Lou, oh, did James do that? Yeah, he was texting somebody who was with, uh, with oh. Lou. Can I can I do the Vince McMahon Where? and pull my pants down and you can kiss my ass? <laughs> he said he was coming at two. What time? It's two fifty four. It is like five minutes. Two thirty. Hey, um, like we were in Central Time. You know, Central it's time. not about when you win. It's <laughs> it's the fact <laughs> that you won. <laughs> I apologize. We, we I should have had more faith in the Lotus cast. The, <laughs> 
again, you know, it's all it's all how the universe works and how things kind of come together. No, didn't you? I mean, it was the same thing the psychic said. He's a channel, a conduit for the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. here, this right the, here. This is the mystic. Yeah, this is the mystic. The mystic. Thanks to Charles. That's right. We brought Charles today, who brought the mystic with him. Yeah. That brought uh, the psychic to give him the news of his money and his love, yeah. and and Lou Temple showed up. To it prove David out. Langhilio wrong. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> That's it. I honestly, we could have not talked <laughs> to him. The fact that he just sat down and was like, hey guys, you know, and then we could have gone off the air right there and I could have been like, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing, like I said, good thing I talked for 10 more it's minutes. A good thing, it's a good this thing Joe over. brought over yeah. that cop from Bridgewater oh, yeah. Triangle <laughs> yep. and ran away. Exactly. <laughs> it all works out. He just helped people have to listen. I was trying to get Lou from <laughs> he, the, the thing. It just ended. <laughs> people have to Joe. go through. Joe brings us the worst guest ever. Yeah. How was I supposed he, to know? He had a Bridgewater Triangle shirt. His film is premiering right now. He just now. sees Bridgewater Triangle. He could have bought the shirt, and then Joe beats Cheeks fucking out of here, just tears ass. Like one of those cartoon characters with the smoke. Did he tell you what it was about? Because I still don't know what Bridgewater Triangle is No, he, he's in there. I think he was just caught off guard. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. You caught him off guard. You didn't prep him with so anything. People have to listen two and a half hours of this show to get a loose <laughs> You have to when you <laughs> did you already label the show? You gotta label Lou Temple. Oh, we already it's told people to stop label. listening like yeah. Yeah, way did. before. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a point well, of the show where like if you made it this far, yeah. stop listening. For those of you oh, that no. stuck through it, can you edit it? <laughs> can you edit it and say coming soon, Lou Temple? Well, we don't want to lose the twelve count. Oh, thirteen. That <laughs> well, Lou added one more. Look yeah. at him. He's a great guy. Steve huh? Dave Harvey. He's listening. He's, he's going. Guy. He's he's probably like I I would have done better. <laughs> yeah. I, I owe you a soda. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the Lotus Cast, thelotuscast.com. Hey, we should end on night moves. Oh, let me see if I can find it. You can find oh, it. A couple of minutes. Spotify. So, who is your favorite guest now? My favorite guest right now, as of this moment, this past weekend now, uh, Fat Bane. <laughs> he still beats <laughs> Lou. <laughs> still beats Lou Temple. <laughs> I liked how Adam was saying stuff, but he looked at me like I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, Adam, was, I said something, and he looked at Joe. He's like, <laughs> please, "Please don't say anything bad, Adam." Where's that coming from? <laughs> I hear it in my ears. Like, can I just can I just can I just tongue your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> good thing I didn't. Good thing I didn't ask stupid questions. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we are the Lotus Cast, LotusCast.com. Thank you, David Langhilio. Go to DeadBounty.com, ProvokedFilm.com, and uh, follow uh, TerraconFF on Twitter. Uh, Terracon has been great to us this weekend. We thank them so much for having us out, Terracon.net. We look forward to hopefully doing it again next year. Uh, listen to us live every Thursday night, 9 to midnight, on the LotusCast.com or RadioFubar.com, uh, and there it is. So we hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you had a good time with us here. Go fuck yourself. Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy. Working on mysteries without any clues. Working on a night moves. Trying to make some front page driving news. Working on a night moves. Summertime In a sweet Summertime We were in love Oh no far from We weren't searching for some high in the sky summer We were just young and restless and bored Living by the sword 
trusty wood I used to shields me but neither one cared We were getting our share Working on a nightmare Trying to lose a awkward teenage blues Working on a nightmare And it was summertime And it's funny how the night moves Just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in 